0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 22 of Movie Dumpster. Our blockbuster bombs are rolling right along, and today we got Deep Rising from 1998, directed by Steven Summers. I'm Joel Scola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor the Deep Night Rises McGraw. Welcome to the dumpster. What the hell are these goddamn things? I'm beginning to fear that our friends here may be some kind of strange offshoot of the Akeo Toya family. Oh, the Akeo family. <laughs> and to think I was starting to worry. At 4,000 feet... The toy are about as long as a pencil, with bodies about the size of a golf ball. But those at 20,000 feet have been found to eat full-grown sharks at 30 or 40,000 feet.
1: Well, you do the math.
2: This is, uh... This is
0: not good.
1: Are we talking some kind of mutated sea monsters here? <laughs> Who gives a shit what they are? Just tell us how to kill these motherfuckers.
0: The are very crafty. They hide in burrows and they catch their victims with spiny tentacles and then they, they crush them between massive jaws.
2: Yeah, and then
1: they eat you,
0: right? No, they drink you.
1: They drink you alive
2: now i don't know where you're going with this but <laughs> explain
1: wait explain the deep night rises yeah that's yeah literally just a play on words i came up with i was like all right just use Use deep and rising in something, and my brain went deep night rises, and that was how that happened. I
0: thought you were gonna give us a, like six degrees of Kevin Bale or some shit. Ah, <laughs> no, did I just say Kevin Bale? Christian Bale, Kevin Bale, yes, <laughs> Christian Conroy. I'm not exhausted. Well, you remember
2: the name of the movie last week when we were talking about Reign of Fire. Uh, I, I said, uh, Dark Knight
1: Returns, and that
2: is not the same, uh, you know, thing. No,
1: it, yeah, you know, I, I heard it. In the return the recording, and then when I listened to it again recently, I was like, I'm pretty sure I let that go just
0: because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like, "Excuse me." I didn't even fucking realize. There,
1: first of all, there's a there's a movie version of Dark Knight Returns too, Sean.
0: <laughs> oh boy. By the way, and it's not Dark Knight Rises; it's animated. So okay, um. How did you guys now now both of you have never seen this film before or Sean hasn't seen it specifically.
2: Never even heard of it until you recommended it for this.
0: I
1: had uh, I had uh, only seen chunks of this on TV throughout my life and never in one sitting. And but and having said that this movie fucking
0: rocks like this movie defined 1998 for me
1: (laughs) you mean it wasn't godzilla
0: (laughs) i I, I went to go see godzilla in the theater but i didn't get to go see this in the theater
1: (laughs) and here's the thing here's the thing i did not pay attention to the opening credits uh when this was rolling along when i watched it um and for some reason when the director's name popped up at the end i was like this makes so much fucking sense now oh yeah sat through this whole thing yeah because steven summers and i'm like wow this is very this is it's flavored like the mummy
0: oh yeah it's every, it's it's fucking tasty
2: man it's even got an actor from the mummy yeah yes i guess technically the mummy would have an actor from deep rising but
0: you get what i'm saying yeah yeah this is the fucking big mac of fucking blockbuster movies man <laughs>
1: <laughs> this movie has like i'm like this is like so many things i already love yeah and there's so many people in this i didn't know we in this fucking movie because by the time i sat down and watched it like i said because of chunks like most of these characters were already dead like, yeah <laughs>
0: Um, this movie has a really sad story.
2: I mean, honestly, anything that came out after Titanic before Titanic came out
1: of theaters is a sad story.
0: Well, yeah, but specifically for some reasons I want to go into.
1: So I went into this blind and didn't look up a lot of trivia because I because I'm like I want this viewing of this to be pristine because I haven't seen this the whole th- the whole thing ever before. Sure. So like didn't know the <laughs> didn't know the fucking director, didn't know half the people in it. Um. Didn't, I don't know how much money it made, but I'm sure it fucking didn't do well.
0: Oh, that's why we're doing it on this show, because. Yeah, I know. Fuck me. W- wait till we get to that.
1: My only knowledge of him, like, oh, yeah, it's like a well renowned monster movie that came out and. Pfft,
0: at the theaters. Sure did. Took shit the fucking bed.
1: So, so Joe, take the literal uh, shit you were just talking about
2: out of my mouth and, and break this down for us.
0: Do you want me to break down the plot, or do you want me to break down the. Problems.
2: Uh this this uh this this starred history you're teasing us with.
0: Uh okay, so this was where the fuck do I start with this? <laughs> it's that bad. It's 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 just kind of like one of those shitty like like wow, this is really awesome, but it's gonna go through all of this bullshit and then kind of fucking fart out on the other end and then go. Totally unnoticed for years, and then be rediscovered and be like, "Wow, this movie's great." Can
1: I can I ask a question in comparison to a film that I discovered a few years ago that went through probably a similar process? Sure. Is it kind of like the, the same journey as like a movie like Trick or Treat went through?
0: It, sort of. Okay. Um, it's one of those things where like, um, Stephen Summer's like had this script written, and originally it was called, um, Tentacle. And then became Octolus <laughs> and then became Deep Rising, right? So.
1: Wow, I'm glad they workshopped that.
0: Yeah. um, So basically, it was supposed to have a lot more money attached to it. It was supposed to be this giant tentpole film, right? They ended up releasing it like a, a month after fucking Titanic came out. What the fuck? Like f- Sean was saying. Fuck. Um, and also, it was supposed to come out the year before, in 1997. Um, but the effects took so fucking long because the original studio hired to do the effects couldn't do the fucking effects that they wanted. Right? Wow. So then they were like, "Okay, Rob Bottin and ILM, get your fucking ass in here and do this shit." Whoa. Yeah, and uh, that's what happened. So okay, and it was in it was in post production for a whole other year. So that's why it came out in '98. So, this was supposed to be like the the tentpole monster movie that we hadn't seen in however many years. but what happened was um, by the time it came out, we're already getting hit with the relic and we're getting hit with mimic and we're getting hit with anaconda. Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. So all of these giant CG CGI creature films are, are coming out around the same time. So it kind of gets lost in the shuffle there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Not to mention, like not to cut you off, but like no, you're good. also
0: a, a movie that is like at the end of the
2: day, a monster movie, action, horror. Oh yeah. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, uh, but also features a boat
0: <laughs> fucking <Yep>. essentially
2: sinking.
0: <laughs> yep. There's that thing, too. And people are like, well, I just saw fucking Titanic. Who gives a shit?
2: But Titanic... I Listen, I'm not going to shit on Titanic because, like, I'm not a big fan of that movie. No. But... It is very well done, and I yeah. totally get it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a wonderfully made movie that I have no desire to see ever again.
2: I don't know if I go that far. It's fine. But it's not on the top of my list of rewatches, like, in the next 10 years.
0: I sure as shit don't reach for it. Right. When I'm like, man, I, I really want to see Billy Zane. I don't go for that one. Yeah.
2: I'd rather watch The Mummy at that point.
0: I'd rather watch fucking Demon Knight at that point.
2: It's not even him in The Mummy, but we're going to just ignore that. Um. <laughs>
0: Are you telling me that Brandon Fraser is Billy Zane?
2: No, uh, what's his face? Who's that guy that kind of looks like Billy Zane?
0: Oh, Emotep?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Dude,
0: if fucking Billy Zane was Emotep, that gets 12 stars from me. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, this guy, he he also, he's got a pretty long list of movies that, like, I feel like the trajectory slowly torpedoes to the bottom of the ocean.
0: Um, yes and no. I know what you're gonna bring up, and I'm gonna tell you, motherfuckers, that it's a good movie.
2: <laughs> well, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start at least the ones that I wrote down. There was a okay. couple I didn't bother with because either I never heard of them or I just didn't think it was worth bringing up. But you guys can always jump in.
0: Are we going by written by or directed by?
2: Um, I'm just gonna start with the first one I wrote down that I've talked to multiple people over the years about and have been told that movie doesn't exist. I've never heard of that movie. Really? The fucking '94 Jungle Book. Oh yeah. What? The live action one. What? But that movie, I've, I've, I, I, maybe it's just me, but I've talked to multiple people about that film because I've seen it as you know, I haven't seen it in years, but uh, I, I've seen it several times as a child, and uh, it scared the shit out of me. Um, that big fucking anaconda at the end and all that
0: stuff. They're, okay. So I re- see. I've never actually seen it, but I had a tape. I forget which movie it was, but that—it's
2: kind of like
0: Tarzan, honestly. Right? Does that play? I think that trailer is before Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. Probably. I'm almost positive it is, and I know, like, he's same.
1: Like, I think he's the same position as you. Like, I've never actually seen it, but I've been. At places where it's on. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I knew someone had the tape, but, like, I know that movie exists. I can picture it in my head very clearly.
2: Uh, Maybe we'll tackle it one day. Maybe not. Maybe it's not worth the uh, movie dumpster treatment. But the basic plot from what I remember is basically Mowgli's essentially an adult, and he comes to America, like Tarzan, and even kind of like George of the Jungle, Mm. and then he goes back. I don't remember the rest of the film. That's all I really remember. And the anaconda at the end that's in a fucking temple.
0: All I remember from that... Tra- okay, so I saw the trailer, like, 9,000 fucking ch- times, but, like, I remember, like, Mowgli grabbing a fly out of the air and sure. then, like, eating it, but, like, he doesn't really eat it because he's, like, trying to gross out like a like a primped fucking Englishman. Yeah. And that's all I remember.
2: It's taken super... It's basically, like you know, all the animals are real, and, and, you know, he just, you know, much like Tarzan, he's just kind of, you know, uh, coexisting with them.
1: Yeah. But anyway. The plot of that movie sounds like uh, Jungle to Jungle owes it an apology.
2: <laughs> uh, but, it's, but it's played pretty fucking straight-laced, as far as
1: I recall. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like Jungle to Jungle sounds like it ripped it up. Do that, but reverse
0: it. Mimi Siku.
1: These next two movies, yeah.
2: <laughs> These next two movies I personally enjoy, uh, again, I haven't seen him in a while. One is The Mummy, which 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 we just talked about. Yes. And The uh, Mummy Returns, which I think, you know, gets a bit of a bad
1: rap, but I think overall was pretty good at the time. The Mummy Returns gets a bad rap for one fucking reason, and I think if we all said at the same time, we probably all the same answer. Scorpion King looking like a
0: fucking rubber dummy. I was going to say The Rock, so that fucked it up.
1: Yeah, well, it's the same thing. I mean, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks like shit. That's the thing everyone remembers about that movie, but the rest of the movie's great.
2: The best thing that, honestly, like, I enjoy. that. That movie, but the best thing ever that came out of that movie was The Rock when he came back to fuck a Monday Night Raw, and he kind of <laughs> made it part of his fucking character. And Shane the Hurricane Helms was like mocking him about how Brendan Fraser kicked the Scorpion King's ass. <laughs> So go look that up on YouTube. It's a classic uh,
1: behind-the-scenes moment.
0: You got beat by Encino Man.
1: Yeah, that is in the thrust of his, like, Hollywood heel run, and it's all good shit.
0: I don't know. Mummy and fucking memory turns are fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about Tom Cruise, everybody. We're not talking about Tom Cruise. No.
0: Jesus fucking Christ, no thank you.
1: And then I think the one you were alluding to, Joe... Which is
2: one I absolutely one day want to do on this show.
0: We're doing it. We have to now. Is the Scorpion King. He did write it. Oh, he did. Oh, Oh, fuck. I didn't know he had anything to do with that movie. I thought you were going to say Van Helsing.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) I was leaving that for you.
0: (laughs) And I'm like, here it comes. I'm ready for it. Van Helsing.
1: Oh, they're they're two such good options. Uh,
0: But Van Helsing's the good one. See, that's the thing. (laughs) I like the scorpion king
2: i mean we could do gi joe rise of the cobra you know that's his most recent film Ugh,
1: fuck me that movie is painful i'm sorry you can keep it <laughs> what i'm trying to say is i feel like you know
2: he started off pretty strong i think he had like one or two films before jungle book that were well received but i don't remember i didn't write it down hmm But G.I. Joe, uh, I I could just leave that in uh, the bottom of the dumpster without actually watching it.
0: Is Cobra Commander in
1: that one? Okay, here's what happens real quick. Not to get a tangent, like it's okay. You saw it, didn't you? I did. I saw it in theaters for free because I worked in a movie
0: theater. (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) Did you get the T-shirt for that one, Connor? (laughs) No, I didn't. Fuck that movie. It's stupid face. Um that movie's terrible. That movie here Cobra shows up in the last like six minutes of that movie and, Oh
0: fuck you. And
1: puts like a fucking mouse ball looking helmet on his head and he's like, I am Cobra Commander, and then they immediately surrender to the Joes. Stupid. Yeah. And it's Joseph Gordon Levitt. It's hysterical.
0: Oh, that's right. That's I remember now. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. So a couple a couple little thing well, big things, but um Harrison Ford? Was supposed to have the original main role of this of Finnegan.
1: Wow, that fucking. And you could totally see why that was the case. Like, yeah, that that means they just didn't change the script. I <laughs> just
0: kept
2: that line in the movie. I'll tell you what, Treat Williams is a. You know, this is gonna be corny. I'm sorry, but he is a fucking treat in this film. But I, he is a hundred percent a knockoff of fucking Han Solo.
0: But
1: that's cool. Treat Williams is like your your fucking like. He's like your star goes down. You're like Treat, get in here!
0: I will take Treat any day of the fucking week.
1: No, sure, sure. God, he's awesome. I haven't seen I haven't seen a movie with him in a, in a long time, and I'm so glad it was this because of how much this has kind of popped up over the years. Um, and having seen a solid Treat Williams performance from start to finish, finally, I'm like, wow, he's awesome. You got to
0: watch some Tales from the Crypt, dude. Ah,
1: uh, how many episodes of Tales from the Crypt is he in?
0: I want to say two. He's definitely in one. He he he's like a he's like a fucking uh, a swindler. He, he like dates old w- women old widows that are, like, super rich and, like, kills them on their wedding night and steals all their money. Oh, God. Yeah, it's... So a real scum. It's pretty fucking good. Uh, that's... That's pretty... Those are the the big ones, and then we can talk about some shit as we go through the film. But, um... But, yeah. So Harrison Ford didn't take the role, and the budget went down significantly. Significantly. So that was, like, a huge hit from it right out of the fucking gate, right? And then the special effects shit was another hit from it right out of the gate, and then they fucking pushed it back or pushed it, yeah, they pushed it back to the next year, and then they, they missed the fucking proverbial boat. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Unfortunately for the movie, it performed like shit, but fortunately for us, we have this fucking gem of the, the most delicious fucking gumbo, whether you like food or you like cocktails, whatever you got going here. Yo, it doesn't, this movie has something for everybody.
2: <laughs> it kind of does.
0: Yeah, like, whether it's a, whether it's a sweet, Fucking sizzling pot of gumbo, or a nice fucking perfectly made cocktail. of shit. This is the film. It literally. When when I think of blockbuster movies, this is what I think about.
1: Like it's really hard at this point to get people who were in both the Street Fighter and the Mortal Kombat movies to be in a single movie
0: together. <laughs> so you can go, oh, oh, oh. Oh, well, we're right in the middle of all that shit too. I, I think we're only we're only a year off of Mortal Kombat, right?
1: Yeah, and like I have never seen the actor who plays Kano in anything other than Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes, you have. So seeing him again here, I was... Wait, have I? Yesterday's Target. He was in Yesterday's Target? Yeah, Kano!
2: Yeah, remember, he shoots at fucking Daniel Baldwin when he dolphin dives into that car.
1: Sure does. Oh, my God, that's right. Holy shit, I forgot all about him in that movie.
0: (laughs) He's Malcolm McDowell's henchman.
1: I don't know, for some reason it felt so fucking in the era, I was like, I don't know, who gives a shit about Daniel Baldwin movies like this? I was like, oh, my God, Kano's in Deep Rising. Like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's
1: a good point. You kind of yeah. Um, and it's got fucking uh, who, uh I'm Star Lord. Who? jaman Hansu. Yeah,
0: Jaman Hansu's in this. There's
1: a lot of people in
2: this. I I feel like we we'd almost be better served to just break it down when we get to the scene that base that essentially introduces them all, which is like the first five minutes.
0: Let them all pop up. Yeah. All right. So let's plot crunch this. So this is a prequel to Bushwhacked. <laughs>
1: It could be in some universes. <laughs> I was gonna challenge you by saying it's either a prequel or a sequel to Titanic Two.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, I think it's a precursor.
1: Oh yeah. Or you could easily say it's the it's the Titanic Three, and this uh, this asshole is uh, Shane Van Dyke's character's fucking uh, grandson or some stupid shit like that.
0: Let me tell you something. Shane Van Dyke wishes the fucking Titanic Two was as slick as the fucking Argonautica. Okay.
2: <laughs> Shane Van Dyke wished his effects looked even a fucking smidge as good as the effects in this film. <laughs> Yeah, that too.
0: <laughs> this has actual water running through the fucking hallways at some point
2: Yeah, yeah, it actually has people falling over railings when a collision
1: happens. People in horrifying physical peril. This one woman gets fucking trampled hard. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it could be it could be sequel to Bushwhacked. It could be a prequel to Mortal Kombat.
0: Yeah, it, I, I think it's all of these things, right? And then the, and then the timeline just fucking splits because Hurt starts fucking meddling, and then you know it all go, you know it all goes haywire. He's like, "Look at how many
1: players I have in this chess game here. Let's just divert." Them all in this way, and some go this way. You all move,
0: God. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's like, let me tell you some. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He is God.
1: <laughs> Let
0: me tell you something. Don't be fucking around with Kano. You get me? Just gotta go to a goddamn island and fuck with fucking fight Sonya. Beside that. Fight that goddamn teacher from Billy Madison.
1: I was trying to take a day off, okay? I was writing a new pop-up funny, and you had to go fuck with everything again.
0: I'm nursing a fucking hangover, and you give me this shit. It's
2: either the bartender, John Hurt, or, you know, let's go all the way back, Rawhead,
0: and one of those three is God in this universe. This is true. <laughs> I think, well, I think simultaneously, right? They're all, yeah, Possibly, possibly. So, plot crunch of this movie. It's super simple and super sweet. Uh, We have a billionaire asshole who builds the world's most elaborate, elegant ship that only the fucking 1% can go on. (laughs) And he can't afford to run it, so he hires a bunch of mercs to sink the ship, loot the ship, sink the ship, and make sure the fucking passengers are safely off the ship so he can collect the insurance money, right? So these mercs hire uh this guy finnegan who takes them to the ship and that's about it and then we get to the ship and uh turns out it's overrun by fucking sea monsters what a donald trumpian thing to do to build a fucking ship
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then go oh i can't afford to run this piece of shit abandoned ship here's the difference
2: trump just wouldn't pay them and that would be the end of it
1: yeah it's true yeah come sink my ship you owe us money no i don't
0: what ship what are you talking about?
1: What money? I don't know your money. I don't have any money.
0: Uh, I didn't take out any sea monster insurance.
1: Sea sea monsters are real. They're totally real. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one the other day, and it told me that Hillary likes to burn children alive.
2: <laughs> it told me about her thousands of acid-washed emails. <laughs> Buried in the ocean 20,000 meters underground.
0: The Atoya family is fake news. We
1: need to build a wall around sea monsters.
0: Build a wall around the Mariana's Trench. (laughs) So... Put a lid on it. Put a giant lid on it. (laughs) (laughs) Drop a giant rock into the Mariana's Trench. We're going to blow up Mexico and let it fall into the fucking ocean. And block the Mariana's Trench, so there's no more sea monsters.
2: I think that's how
1: you unleash the Meg, Donald.
0: I think that's what happens, right? He's hanging out down there with the with the with the Kraken.
1: Yeah. Well, that's how you destroy the planet by dropping a giant object into the ocean and flooding several countries. Oh
2: my God! So he's. I mean, that's Titanic too. We we we
0: discussed it. <laughs> yeah. So so you're telling me with this one executive order, he's releasing the Kraken, releasing the Meg. Causing the giant super tsunamis that destroy Titanic 2 and the world and destroy Mexico. That's amazing. All in one fell swoop, man. One fell swoop, huh? Yeah, there you go. There we
1: go. We just, there you go, guys. Donald Trump will destroy the planet. Indisputable proof. All
2: he needed was a small loan of $2 million from his father. And he had, he did all that.
0: It was only a small loan.
2: And the magic
1: of John Hurt to bring him a giant lid.
0: Oh god, you know, you know, John Hurt's. A, see, John Hurt's a piece of shit, but I don't think he's conspiring with him.
1: <laughs> just comes in like on a fucking helicopter, like Bruce Davis in there just staring blankly into the distance. It's a like cosmic helicopter to this giant, comically sized lid.
0: He opens up a fucking hole in the sky like Doctor Strange and drops a goddamn boulder out of it. <laughs> Holy cow. He wanted a lid, so I made him a lid. <laughs>
2: That's about right, man. I think you just nailed it. Uh, so this movie opens with a, I don't know, this it's like this underwater footage like and you're not quite sure what it is like is it a submissible is it a monster
0: we also get this brief little rundown just for everybody who's not familiar with the mariana's trench
1: doesn't it allude to basically like uh the one it alludes to like pressures of the deep and all kinds of stuff like that and doesn't it allude to, to uh sea life below a certain point in the water
2: yeah it's, it's essentially talking about how you, you know this is in the south china sea and you know the further down you get you know the you know People have sent fucking machines down there, and they've never returned, and, you know, blah, 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 deep rising.
0: They, they can't reach the, the deepest parts of the ocean, so I guess what they're—the whole goal here is to tell you that, like, you know, there's so many unexplored places, especially in our oceans, that who knows what the fuck could be down there. And just by chance, tons of ships go missing in that vicinity for years and decades and centuries— Kick up that fucking Jerry Goldsmith score?
1: That musical score, that musical kick is the funniest fucking thing.
0: It was like, blam, 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 blam. I'm like, we're gonna arrive at a haunted house anytime soon? Like, this fucking score is so goddamn good. Jerry Goldsmith spinning it.
2: Yeah, it's solid.
0: I was gifted this for my birthday one year by my buddy Chris Barr, um, and it's one of my favorite film soundtracks. It's so good. I don't know. There's something about it. Then we
2: go to our fucking crew of heroes, I guess we'll call them.
0: Yeah, it's like anti-heroes,
2: right? Oh, my God. This is like a Predator lineup. <laughs> Well, first, you get the people actually
0: working on the boat.
2: Yeah. Before you get these mercenary folk.
0: Yeah. You got our main character, Treat Williams, who plays uh, Finnegan. Right out of the gate, Treat Williams is fucking hanging out, playing some fucking digital poker. (laughs) Yeah. On his fucking boat. Right away, I was like, give me a cheating bitch moment. Give me a cheating bitch moment. And he taps it. I was like, cheating bitch? Look, there are things, there are thing nods abound in this yeah. yeah meanwhile
2: he's he's playing the solitaire while his fucking crewman layla is out in this fucking torrential <laughs> storm trying to fix something
0: yeah she's like i need a hand he's like ah, i'm a little busy so he's so they're in this boat and this is this is finnegan's boat and he has a crew of two people um and it's basically like a charter vessel but it's like a it's like a little sp- it, it looks like a fucking military I don't know what.
1: It's more stealthy than Guile's boat in Street Fighter, okay? i just put it that way. Well, yeah. It's a fucking junker. It looks like shit, yeah. but, like, it's it's also, I've just been judging from his line of work, like, I'm assuming it's supposed to be a little hard to spot yes. and uh, have to kind of get in and get out pretty fast because he does lots of uh, <clears throat>
0: off-the-books work. Yeah. He's basically like a getaway driver in a boat. Yeah. More or less.
2: Or a, uh, let's say, a... Uh What's the word I'm looking for? A
0: smuggler? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hercules made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Get your fancy schmancy words out of here. <laughs> I
2: just want to just real quick before we move on. When ha- when Harrison Ford got, th- I almost called him Han Solo. <laughs> My Same thing. When Harrison Ford got this fucking script, was he just like, so you want me to be Han Solo, but I'm a captain of a boat?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a ship. He just walks away. You know, you're like a cowboy, but not in space. He's like, he gets up, and he does a Han Solo at the Harrison Ford Port, and he's like, I told you, I'm done doing this stuff.
0: He does that fucking smile that he does. Sorry, Steve, I got a bad feeling about this, and then he just walks out the fucking door.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: We get that in this, but it's totally fine.
2: So there's Layla, which is is the female woman that works on the boat, and she, uh, it, like I said, is like trying to fix something outside, and you get this third character. My... I don't know. It's kind of close between Treat and this character, but we have Kevin J. O'Connor as Pantucci.
0: Oh, he's great. He's fucking great, man.
1: He is so fucking good in this
0: movie. You, if you, okay, if you want to write a comedy relief character, look no further.
1: They fucking nailed
2: it.
0: He is perfect. He's both equal parts funny as he is compelling, as he is pertinent to the plot. He's
1: not irritating, like, no. which is funny, because The Mummy, like, his job is to be so sniveling and and uh, cowardly yeah. that you can't wait to see him get just
0: destroyed. He's also a fucking, uh, you know, a henchman of Vimotep, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, uh, and in this movie, he is so sympathetic and so immediately likable Um that like right away I was like oh please don't touch him <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean he definitely is you know he has one of those voices that I could see some people just right off the bat saying ah fuck this guy but like me I thought it was charming
0: oh man yeah he's got that going on the whole movie ow ow
2: ow,
1: ow.
0: can't even really do his voice kind of but it kind of sounds like this man I'm telling you it's
1: very weak sounding he looks like he's constantly tired Jesus
0: Christ he sounds like fucking Woody Allen <laughs> oh I'm sorry about your boat or whatever <laughs> then
1: we get This fucking
2: crew of mercs, led by Wes Studi, Sagat himself.
0: Oh yeah, Tiger.
1: Yeah, this—it's—it's a room full of beef. Uh yeah, West Duty uh
0: as uh
1: I forgot his character's name. Hanover. He makes
0: them pretzels, man. He's
2: probably just gonna get called Sagat the entire time, guys. So let's be real. Yeah. yeah,
1: oh
0: it's Sagat for sure. That's
1: yep. Uh and then making his second appearance, right? Second? Uh Jason Fleming as Mulligan. Yeah. yeah. He's
0: here, fucking Calabos himself. We
2: have Clifton Powell as uh Mason.
1: Mm-hmm. Who like I've seen in so many things and can't off the top of my head tell you anything that's like... He's like one of those characters that you've referred to
2: in previous episodes, kind of where He's like one of those that guys that you've seen him in a ton of shit. He's a that guy,
0: yeah. And then we get fucking, uh, Jimen Hansu, which we already said, who is just most recently in, what, Shazam? Was he in Shazam? Yeah, he plays fucking... He has the power of Shazam before he gives it to What's-His-Face. That's right, he... Wait a minute, I think you're right of that one, but he's also, uh, he was in Captain Marvel and he was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Oh, yeah, well, he plays the same character in both, yeah.
2: You also have, like, a. An... Early appearance of uh, Cliff Curtis as Mamuli. Yes. Yeah,
0: I was just going to bring that up, which I was kind of shocked by. Why?
2: I don't know. I just, I guess, like he's one of those actors that I've only seen like in the last ten years. So it's like seeing him in this. I was like, oh wow, he was acting in '98. I guess he would be acting, wouldn't he? We d- we talked about Kane already. Trevor Goddard as fucking T-Ray. Yep. Um, and there's one more, but I didn't get, I didn't catch the name or the actor. There's one more guy well
1: he's he's it's billy but he's played by a guy called clint curtis
0: i don't know who that is
1: <laughs> he doesn't hear a wiki entry so i don't know who that is either
0: um i didn't look him up because i don't know i didn't <laughs> anyway billy he's he, he'll get his shining fucking moment uh, uh, huh, yeah <laughs> so so basically all these mercs so this is the our band of mercs right and uh as connor so beautifully put it our fucking predator uh gang
1: it's so is and they have a fucking gear up like moment and like they're all fucking exchanging quips
0: and drawing weapons on each other it's i'm like you're i'm like your predator mercs and i love it for how quotable this movie is again like it, it just hits all of those notes like and it's not like all the quotes in this movie like aren't shitty either like no it reminded me of aliens yeah and predator and all of all those yesteryear fucking action films that are so good so so these guys so these guys are on a mission to to sink this fucking ship right
2: but we only we only find that out because our boy benny here pantucci is you know he he overhears a conversation they're having and he checks their cargo And
1: they have fucking live torpedoes just in these (laughs) massive crates. Hey, man, if the cash is there, we do not care. That is uh, Finnegan's motto, for those who need to know. Um, Yeah, there's like, like I think he says there's like eight or nine of them. I'm like, good god, you're
0: planning on a like just annihilating this ship. There ain't nukes or nothing, man. But the blast will sure make your butt pucker. Like every fucking word out of this guy's mouth is gold. <laughs> so yeah, so he's so he finds the missiles in the in the cargo, and they're not supposed to they're not supposed to fucking be fucking around. And he, even before Sagat's like, you got any questions, Finnegan? And he's like, nope. Uh, I shut up and do my job. So I shut up and do my job. See ya. Uh, so. Mantucci's like poking around, finds the fucking missiles. Fucking Jiman Hansu, his name's Vivo in this movie. He fucking grabs him <laughs> and throws him into the fucking the. God, this sequence is hysterical to me because it just results in like
1: it. It's like grown up bullying.
0: Oh yeah, well one one dude even says he's like can't believe his shit's like being back in high school. They throw this <laughs> motherfucker into. Uh, I don't even know where, what, it, the brig, I guess, yeah. and, uh, I don't, I don't know parts of his ship. I'm stupid.
1: Oh, man, my dad can never listen to this episode. He would shame me if I, if I said that sentence out loud.
0: Wherever they're fucking hanging out, the whole, the whole gang of, uh, marks. The basement. Yeah, the bottom of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> the basement of the ship. <laughs> so they throw him into the fucking, they throw him where all these guys are hanging out, and they beat the shit out of this dude.
1: They, it's, they, they just swarm and start just dropping fists on him. It's the funniest looking fucking
0: thing. Oh, man, fun. In fact he so uh kevin had like a, a bunch of padding all over him right and these dudes were really like punching and kicking him and they did the scene so many times that like he still ended up with like bruises at the end of the day oh shit yeah he was fucked up i don't want that group of guys to to shoot beyond me that sounds terrifying <laughs>
1: hell no and he still came back and
2: did the mummy he must have just like you know really forgave uh mr summers
0: hey man if the cash is there he does not care so he- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. So so uh Layla and Finnegan hear all this happening on their on their headset. And Layla's like, Alright, well you're gonna go down there and help him and he's like, Fuck no, those guys are dangerous. <laughs> I love this character so much. <laughs> Again, he's like the best anti-hero like ever, like ever. Yeah,
1: absolutely not. He's on his own. Yeah, fuck him. He did it. Well, then then Treat finally gets
2: up and he comes in with this fucking like three-pronged harpoon gun.
0: Oh my God, yeah.
2: And and it's a shot of fucking Wes Studi just standing there about to like blow uh, Kevin J. O'Connor's head off. And these fucking harpoon bolts just hit the wall behind him and treats him. they're like, yeah, we can't be doing this. I kind of <laughs> need that guy.
0: You beat my engine man to death. It's going to take us a hell of a lot longer. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but the pisser is they all take all their guns that they're about to shoot fucking uh, Patucci, Pantucci with and they all aim them at uh, fucking Finnegan.
1: Yeah, but he's got he's got balls of fucking platinum.
0: Oh, my God. He's
1: like, yeah, it's not a democracy. My boat. So, uh, yeah, let him go. We don't vote here. Yeah, he's
0: like one more time for the hearing impaired, and he fucking clocks fucking uh, Manuli in the face to uh, uh, what's his face, and then fucking points the points the gun at one of the dudes, and then they all draw their weapons. It's a fucking tense scene, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, he gets Mantucci out of there,
1: and then as he's walking back up the stairs, though, he goes, "That's one more year off my life." Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love when when uh, Mason comes up with with Hanover. And he's like, "Oh, you you Finnegan, man. I heard a lot about you." And he's like, "Oh, my reputation precedes me." He's like, "Oh, like a fine Oh, he goes uh he goes, "I thought you'd be older." And he goes, "Oh, like a fine wine, I'm aging gracefully." He's like, "Fine wine my ass, more like a fucking keg of beer to me." <laughs>
2: Uh,
1: yeah, it's great. Then we go to this fucking cruise ship. Oh, we sure do. I'm so glad we only spend a few minutes with it. Like I'm like the way they introduce this,
0: the the passengers and everybody else is like, look at all these red shirts. Red shirts, rich fucks. Oh my god, I'm just like, look, it's the one percent all in a boat. Yeah, all in one boat. These are the parents from Baby's Day Out, fucking times a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope that. I hope that's canonical, because fuck them. Yeah. Well, that's where they were when the baby got taken. When Joey Pants fucking took the baby.
2: Yeah, that's it.
0: They're on a fucking cruise ship. So Anthony Held,
2: a.k.a. Dr. Chilton, doing his fucking speech about how he's so happy all these fucking one percenters could be on his boat. Yeah. And I always had a dream that... <laughs> Uh, I, ever since I was a little boy that I could build a boat that was only for the super mega ultra rich. <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. Like, give me a fucking break, buddy.
0: That's, okay, this, this is where all those packages are coming from that arrive exactly on 10 o'clock because there's $10,000 in each one. Oh, yeah. And Daniel Stern has to collect them all because he's on the boat.
1: Yeah. I think he cracked it. That's I couldn't quite figure out where you're going with the Bushwax prequel thing and now <laughs> now I've had I have enough breadcrumbs to get back home
0: Sure does there he, there it is
2: Do you have enough breadcrumbs for one Fampka Jansen who makes her triumphant debut in the MDU. Oh, yeah, man. My God, this woman is, like, timeless. This is, like, right around X-Men,
0: man. Yeah, like, we're only a couple years off. Um, X-Men was 2000, wasn't it? Sounds right. Yeah, so we're 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 almost there. But, like, this is the movie that I fell in love with her with. I was like, who is that? She's amazing in this movie. Yeah, and she's great, too. Straight up. She was just in Goldeneye, what? That was 95, right? Oh, I keep forgetting she was Xenia. Yeah, she plays the chick that, like, squeezes the dudes to death with her legs. Z- uh, Xania on a top,
1: because that movie couldn't resist one more Pussy Galore-esque pun.
0: Oh yeah, well there you go.
1: She is
2: one of the better, I will say, actor or not actor, she's one of the better characters in this film.
1: For sure. Yeah, because I don't feel like she's ever a damsel in distress, like she's there in her own accord and she's kind of like, she's very capable of handling herself and she's very fucking funny like she
2: definitely you know later in the movie has a bit of a team up with treat but it's predominantly like survival society. like they're both defending each other
0: yeah but she's a fucking felon dude she is a criminal <laughs> in this film she's
2: Catwoman without the fucking costume yeah
0: she somehow managed to get her ass on the fucking one percenter ship and to, to rob them fucking blinds is <laughs> why she's there.
2: Well, because Chilton gives this fucking speech and then she comes up and she's like talking with a fake French accent. And she bumps into this captain and just steals his wallet. No problem. Yep. And I guess this guy just keeps his security clearance card in his wallet because uh, she gets it. And she goes to open the vault like in the next scene.
0: Yeah. And but they catch her. And they end up, like, throwing her in the fucking brig. Like, so Canton's there, uh, and he's, like... uh, Canton being the, uh, Chilton. Yes, Chilton is Canton. Canton is the proprietor of the ship.
1: Canton is Chilton, Chilton is, uh, Einhorn.
0: And then all of a sudden, Famke Jans is in a shower, burning her fucking clothes. (laughs) Anyway, she's breaking into this fucking vault, and Canton comes up and, like subdues like her his goons like subdue her and he's like he's like oh look at this a list of fucking charges and he's like he like runs down the fucking list of all the crimes she's committed she's wanted in like a like three different countries like this chick has fucking done some hardcore shit attempted murder she says ha, ex-boyfriend <laughs> and it, i i love this okay you have to see the fucking movie but he can makes this face and she replies with, what? And I don't know why, it's just one of those funny things that I laugh at every fucking time when I see this movie.
2: And he he presents himself as a douchebag right away. Like, forget about the speech about ever since he was a kid, he wanted to just make this cruise ship for the ultra-rich. Like, if that wasn't already enough to make you hate this guy, he goes up to her, she starts mouthing off, and just slaps her in the face. Oh, oh
0: he yeah. fucking hits her! So, this is, this is the first in- implication that we get. This guy's a fucking sadist. Or, or, or a fucking masochist, excuse me. Um... Because he's a fucking piece of shit, um, and it and like you think he's just an asshole, like later on, but then like towards we'll get to it, but like towards the end of the movie, you're like, what the fuck is this guy's malfunction, man? Oh yeah, oh yeah, this guy, this guy's got some got some fucking demons
1: he's concealing very well.
0: Yeah, he's got some women hating fucking shit going on in his brain, like weird fucking sexual gross shit.
1: Anyway. But, uh, at some point he's like, uh, they're like, oh, throw in the brig.
0: And she's like, you can't throw me in the brig. I'm a lady. And he's like,
1: well, you're no lady. Nah.
0: And then she proceeds to fucking feast on hors d'oeuvres and champagne, which is not a bad gig. She she
1: gets thrown in the brig and is like, oh, there's food in here and has the fucking time of her life in the fucking brig.
2: Well, think about it, man. You know, as far as she's concerned, she's either gonna break out of there or she's going to jail, so she might as well enjoy it for a little while. She pops open a bottle of wine, she's got the hors
1: d'oeuvres laid out in front of her, she's got a boxes of fruit behind her, she's fucking set.
0: She's taking jello shots. Cheers. Yeah. And then we're introduced to one of my favorite characters of the movie, the Chinese M1L1 triple assault rifle that's watertight and has auto cooling. What the fuck are these sci-fi poppycock weapons? I love them. The Terminator's robot dick is so hard right
1: now. (laughs) He wishes he had this thing. Those things look like they look like Doom weapons.
0: Dude, they are so they are so fucking cool. I'm not really a gun guy, but I don't know. There's something about them. I mean, the characters in the movie, you know, I talk about the Terminator, I don't know
2: where my brain goes there for. But they have shit, they are in love with these
1: things. Jason Fleming wants to fuck his gun throughout this entire film, okay? Like, he's pressing against his face, he's making little faces at it, like he's stroking it and rubbing it. They make
2: McConaughey in Rain of Fire look like a chump with the way he was straddling that tank.
0: Please, these guys are like the most misogynistic fucking roughneck pieces of shit, like, ever.
2: Well, Mamouli, Mamouli's talking about all the girls he's fucked, and he's like, I gotta get one from each country.
0: Yeah,
1: he's like, I gotta... <laughs> That's a great conversation because they have they have a small argument of whether Australia is a country, a continent, or a stupid island. Yeah, and it turns out it's a stupid
0: island.
2: It all leads to him saying to Layla because she looks she's like Asian and he's like, yeah, yeah, I haven't fucked a South Korean yet.
0: Yeah, haven't done Korean.
2: Oh, they get they get these guns that Joe's talking about, and while they're looking it over, like half of them go outside like on the front of the boat and uh, Treat's like yeah what the hell are they doing and uh, they're fucking literally installing this torpedo launcher on the front of his boat
0: <laughs> right in front of him who's putting holes in my boat I didn't say you could put holes in my boat you just do it right in front of him yep and then fucking Sagat comes in and he's like alright we'll take over <laughs> from here thanks don't ask any questions I'm hey man
2: I would have loved to see and I get that the rest of this movie wouldn't work if this actually happened but I wanted to see like them fire one of these fucking things off the front of his boat
0: right oh man
2: because as as they're approach because the whole thing is treat is being paid to bring them to a specific location but he doesn't know the location right and because he doesn't ask
0: we spoiled it a little bit but it's easier just to tell it that way
2: they're going to
1: the boat is the point
2: right we cut back to the boat and we get that fucking submersible uh view again coming up from the the bottom of the ocean.
1: Don't we get the, uh, the 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 technical mess first? Oh, yeah, you're right, my bad. Yeah, a pair of hands, like, not like two severed hands, like a body. It's
0: kind of like the or helper guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like a Giallo scene where you
0: see fucking hands.
1: <laughs> thing, that guy that did Thing, we've talked about him before,
2: idle hands, go listen to it.
1: But uh, a faceless figure comes into, like, the control room and just starts, like fucking slapping cd-roms into fucking computers and just like uh you know uh sci-fi hacks this whole thing and just shuts the whole boat down oh it's vi- virus jargon
2: faceless person but very clearly someone that in a previous
1: scene was wearing a fucking white suit yeah it's obviously someone in the crew
0: but also it's very obvious that Whoever this person is knows exactly what the fuck they're doing. Yeah,
1: right. They're, they're they're pulling a Dennis Nedry essentially.
0: Oh yeah, straight up.
1: And on the and on the boat before they actually install the torpedo launcher, Jason Fleming is actually installing a similar looking CD onto the torpedoes themselves. Right. At some point, he kisses his finger and then press the arm button. No, he l- he licks it and then does that. That's right. He licks his finger. Yeah, because this this character is is like he fetishizes... It's a very subtle performance, kind of, because he's not really <laughs> yeah. doesn't have too much screen time, but, like, this dude fetishizes weaponry, and it's kind of fantastic.
2: I honestly, and this is the one thing I'm going to dog this movie on a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit, I really feel like he was trying to do the fucking alien to, uh, what's his face, the, uh, Bill Paxton character, like, his spin on that kind of character, except it doesn't
1: land.
0: Kinda. He was kind of
1: wacky at times, like... Yeah. Anyway. But, um, so the ship gets sabotaged, and, like, everything goes down, like, every... The fucking engines, the radar, every vital system the ship needs to function, period, goes down.
0: Except for the lights and the music and everything else. Everybody's still having a fucking blast and they have no idea that the ship has gone down.
2: Why the hell would he turn the electricity off on the gates?
0: I I don't know. Fucking, I hope the raptor fences are still on.
2: Let me tell you something, Joe. To get Jurassic Park up and running, we're gonna need Dennis Nedry.
0: I can't get the Argonautica back online without Canton. (laughs) Whatever that white rabbit object was, it did it all.
1: Please! I- I'm sick of this hack of crap. Please! God damn it! God damn it!
0: I wish Sam was in... No, I don't. I think that would take me out of the whole movie. But anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, he had another uh, a sea-related sci-fi monster movie to go be in shortly after this.
0: <laughs> so he probably would have had a
1: similar fate in this movie. He just got fucking eaten by a tentacle.
0: You think water's fast? You should see ice. Anyway, shock eaten.
1: So as the ship goes down, uh, that's when you get the uh, the quick POV shot, and then we get like uh, we get a very nervous crew member who's oh, like, yeah. barely making it through the radar. He's like, okay, something huge is like uh, uh rising from the depths, and they're like, it's a whale,
0: and he's like, uh, at thirty knots, at thirty knots, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I don't think so.
2: It's a pretty effective scene though, because he's like, it's fifteen hundred feet, it- it- it's a thousand. It's
1: 500. Uh,
0: 180 meters, 100 meters.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it also reminds me of the, uh, the Dallas sequence from Alien.
0: Yeah, it's really good. And, like, Canton's like, oh, it must be a pot of whales. He's like, I don't think so.
2: Canton almost slips. He's like, oh, it must be a torpedo. I mean, a pot of whales.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would it be a torpedo? He walks out of the room. <laughs> what? Where?
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Bye. I got to go have my teeth pulled.
2: Sweating like a motherfucker wiping it away with a handkerchief.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost blew it. So you see the camera POV of um, this mysterious monster smack the fucking uh, propellers of this ship and stop it dead in its fucking tracks. So imagine a, a cruise ship just stopping abruptly and everything just fucking pushing forward at, like, 70 miles an hour.
1: Here's what I can tell you I don't have to imagine. I was hanging out at the front of the crew of a cruise ship at the bottom of it. Not the bottom bottom, but, like, one of the lower decks the casino was, and I was fucking feeling that. Oof. I don't want to know what this feels like.
2: <laughs> I will, you know, I haven't seen a ton of cruise liner disaster films, I guess I'll call them. We've watched now, I guess,
1: two on this show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I would say it's in my top three that I've seen. It's, it's up there with Titanic and the Poseidon Adventure.
0: Oh. Oh, these people go fucking flying. Man, this, it feels so real. Yeah, because, like, it's no one's
1: like oh my god what happened we have to make sense of this people are no. like fucking run
2: no one's running around the Tropicana fucking casino
0: no it's pure fucking anarchy there's people falling off balconies through fucking tables and fucking getting smashed between things
2: glass I couldn't believe how many people fell through fucking glass
0: well you gotta figure all that shit's just around and then it, oh yeah, and then fucking the people running down the hallways I guess to get back to their room or whatever um, there's this sequence where we get like these fast cuts of these people running down this hallway and this fucking woman gets trampled and her face gets stomped into the ground
1: it is so well done
0: yeah it's amazing
1: it looks so convincing i for a second i was like oh my god was that real like you feel it she looks up at the camera so you can see her face very clearly and then a foot comes in the back of her head and just smushes it right back into the
0: carpet again i think already sean just said this but like this is probably one of the best um panic disaster on a cruise ship scenes yeah
1: and it's like 90 seconds long
0: yeah it's pretty fucking long we
2: even get something better than that because we get a scene that a movie we just did recently aped hardcore <laughs> <laughs> it had to have. yes mayor stall is fucking saying hello to us guys <laughs> because this poor woman runs into the fucking bathroom and And, uh, it's the first time you kind of, like, get this idea that this tentacle creature, whatever the fuck it is, is, uh, you know, obviously, like, the audience at home knows that something has attacked the ship but uh, you kind of hear it like moving through the pipes almost like a little drainiac-ish. Sort of, yeah. Um, And this poor woman gets sucked through this fucking toilet.
0: Bit in the ass and fucking pulled right down there. Right down the drain. This was one of the scenes I saw on TV all the time. Did it have the spray of blood? Yes, it did. Okay. Well, there, that's intact. It
2: had that. It had more than fucking Ghost Shark did. It was just that brown mess that came out of the fucking toilet.
0: Fun fact, too. They at one point, they tried to do a PG-13 version of this. Oh, fuck off. No way. And a PG version of it really and yeah and i'm like who what asshole would try to cut this down to that like i don't get it when you bring fucking Robotine and ilm on like you better be showing me that fucking good stuff oh yeah and they do
2: so one thing of note though when this boat gets hit besides all the people going flying and shit blowing up all over the place uh, a bunch of the boats, the lifeboats, and I guess they have speedboats. I don't know if they're all supposed to be doubling as lifeboats or they're just like additional transports, fall into the water.
0: Yeah, they might just be like luxury boats that you can rent off. I mean, we're t- again, we're talking about right. like super uber rich motherfuckers, luxury boat.
2: Like stop at a coral reef and then fucking hang in on the speedboat.
0: Exactly. Like I feel like they anchor and they rent the fucking speedboat and they like go out. Yeah.
1: But it's important because the next scene involves said uh, speedboat.
0: Sure does. Yeah,
1: because they're they're uh, Finnegan's crew are riding. The radar's out for them too because it's been malfunctioning the whole movie. Um, and it's like it's fucking storming outside. Uh, they can't see shit, and they ram right through one of these fucking speedboats. Dude,
2: I I was uh, the first explosion with the fucking cruise ship. I was not ready for how good it was, and then this explosion, I, my fucking jaw was on the floor. <laughs>
0: And it's really, really well done.
1: Yeah, this boat flies into fucking pieces.
0: Yeah.
2: It flies into pieces and Finch uh Treat's boat goes fucking kablooey in like ten spots.
0: Yeah. There's a huge hole in the fucking where the engine room is. Um and also right where the um the engine room and the and the cargo hold are like the same fucking room, right?
2: Yeah, or or very close to each other. Same deck. Um none of the torpedoes get hit, thankfully, which one of the mercs points out, but Pantucci and Treat and uh Layla are all looking at it, and two of their main engines are fucked, and uh, they're they're just basically like, yeah, you know, we can maybe run them for like 15 minutes, but uh, we can't really do much with them at the moment.
0: Yeah, and then Treat's like, what the fuck, how did we, (laughs) there's no way, like, the speedboat could get out this far, like, where the fuck are we going, how did this get, how did this happen, and then that's when Sagat's like, yeah, uh, we're going to this cruise ship, so shut the fuck up, and they commandeer the ship, and they, and they kind of, force uh mantucci to like fix it enough so that they can get to uh the cruise ship pantucci's like um you know he fixes what he can and then he like tells Finn getting like all the bombs are live and shit so he does not you don't know i can't i can't do it yeah <laughs> well then they, they they finally get
2: up to this boat and they see like it in the distance with like essentially like only the emergency lights on. They're like something looks off, but uh, we're still we, we're still doing this job. And so they uh, they fucking approach and and uh, West Duty just goes to to uh, Finnegan. He's like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need uh, you and the uh, the grease monkey and. Uh, Treat Williams is like, no, no, we, we, we stay three together. We're always together. He's like, pulls a fucking gun on him. He's like, yeah, no, we're doing it my way now. And he's like, okay.
0: You'll be sticking with me. So they take him on the boat to get... I think they didn't they bring, they bring them with him so that they can get the parts because there's a machine shop on the boat.
1: Yeah, because I think, I think Joey, uh, uh, Joey makes a point to say like, yeah, if I had some time in the machine shop, I could bring some stuff back.
0: Yeah, and then they can do their job and get the fuck out of there.
2: They leave Billy with Layla on treat's boat Mm -hmm. and they all go into the other one yeah yeah
0: but i think that's a pretty good fucking reason to get treat and uh pantucci off the boat to get on the. you know what i'm saying yeah i don't feel like i don't i don't feel like anything this movie feels feels really contrived no exactly i guess that's what i'm saying yeah no it's very natural
2: also treat drops a fucking banger of a line when they're getting on this boat because they have like fucking like rap grappling hooks they have grappling hooks so they shoot onto the boat to get in and Treat goes,
0: uh... Oh, what are they gonna attack us with? Margaritas and tanning oil? Because they have these fucking machine guns? <laughs> he's like, the passengers, what are you doing? I don't think you're gonna need your guns. Yeah, that's what he says.
2: Um, But yeah, when they get in there, it's a fucking, for lack of a better term, it is a ghost ship.
0: They kick the fucking door down, and everybody's gone, and they come barreling in screaming.
1: Yeah, I do love when they get up, though, after, like, the grappling hook sequence, and Joey goes, Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they kick the d- the doors open to the ballroom, and it's just like they're like, yeah, everybody freeze. <laughs> uh, where is everybody? Yeah, there's nobody there. Uh, one thing of note, though, they do see like blood all the fuck over the place. Yeah, because yeah, they like it's. Which I like the fact that like that is a detail I, for some reason, I really enjoyed because like the way the way these people got tossed around this fucking ship, like. There might, like, I'm not, I'm kind of surprised nobody's dead in that room.
2: Well, we'll get to a reason why that doesn't make any, why, why there's nobody in there. But for now, we we're, we don't know.
1: Now that I think about it, yeah, there'd be, yeah, there's a reason why there wouldn't be any dead people. But, like, um, like, the amount of people who got really injured during that whole thing would have been catastrophic.
0: Oh, yeah. And even if they were dead, I feel like they'd still be not there, if you get what I'm saying.
2: it, it It's, like, kind of like that age-old, you know horror thriller kind of thing like I just recently watched uh, Event Horizon and it's like when they get on that fucking ship it's like where the hell is everybody and then after they're on there and they're fucked already because they can't get off it's like oh oh
0: god yeah it's called good storytelling (laughs) yeah
2: this fucking elevator starts coming up and I'm sitting there thinking alright so uh you know you guys got your guns drawn because there's about to be a dead body with a t-shirt on that says ho 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 I've got a machine gun now motherfucker (laughs)
0: Ho, ho, ho!
2: I don't think there's anything in this fucking elevator, though.
0: I don't know. Sig Valton's there, man. He's making clocks and shit. <laughs> True. Uh, no, there's no one. It's just, it's just more blood. Yeah. Um,
1: and that's when, that's when Treat Williams drops, drops evidence that he was supposed to be Harrison Ford. Yeah.
0: I got a bad feeling about this.
1: <laughs> I do like that. It, he's like, they set it up. He's like, I have a bad feeling about this. And it opens. There's nothing. And he goes, and he like sighs. He's like, oh, good. Like. <laughs> Then a firework or some shit or slimer on the side fucking makes a noise.
2: And these fuckers just start unloading on this, like, decoration in the corner. Yeah.
1: Oh, they go full Cleaning Lady uh, uh, Ghostbusters on, like, whatever
0: the fuck. Like,
1: whoa! Oh, no, this is this is Egon Spangler shooting that fucking table of liquor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 nice shooting text. That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, the the, the the fucking little maid crawls out. She's like, what the hell are you doing?
2: And then they realize, yeah, we really like shooting these, and then fucking... And they just
1: shoot more.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then fucking Sagat comes in. He's like,
1: you
0: morons, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: It's so fucking good. It's so good. They're like, yeah, shooting
0: the shit out of the ship.
1: Well, it's the first time. It's the first time they get to fire those things, yeah. and all of them get like insta boners. Yeah, they're just like, whoa, 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 and then when you watch these things get fired, it's like pulse rifle all over again. Oh
2: yeah, but with no uh, ammo counter.
1: Yeah, well, th- yeah, and also like we didn't describe these things real quick, but like think of like. Like your standard movie, like AR 15 or something like that, except it has a fucking miniature, like, mi- like, chain gun barrel at the
0: front. It's got a rotating barrel. It's like a handheld gatling gun rifle
1: it's like
2: that thing on the what is that thing from robocop called um,
0: oh the ed 209
2: yeah it, it's basically if you took that thing it shoots that fucking executive with and you put it in someone's hands
1: yeah the fucking arm yeah yeah it's got a scope and everything and like yeah it's, it looks awesome um so yeah they get massive bonus from firing this thing and when and the comes in he's like cut the shit out you idiots then we go back to
2: famca And she she basically got knocked out by this fucking furniture falling on her. But uh, she gets up and breaks out of the room like so fucking easily. I'm like, why did you even like entertain
0: just hanging out in there? I don't know, man. She had food. And booze, fuck it. Yeah, good enough. She fucking stick. She <laughs> sticks like a, she sticks like a fucking hairpin in in this circuitry, and the door opens. She's very crafty. Again, she's Catwoman. Then we go to the the bridge,
2: and you know, again, they're, they're just kind of looking around, trying to figure out what happened. And then we uh, we have a quick scene back at uh, Treat's boat, where uh,
0: Rodney Dangerfield pops out of the fucking water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I swear to God, this dummy, this dead dummy, looks like fucking Rodney Dangerfield.
1: If the fucking floats in, he's like, "Hey, what are you doing
0: here?
2: <laughs> Get no respect." Was that after he did the uh, triple Lindy and he fucking hit the water and he didn't
1: survive? <laughs> He did a fucking he did a fucking Olympic dive off the boat and split in half when he hit the water. That's how he died. Yeah. That is how Rodney Dangerfield died in the MDU, everybody, okay? Doing a fucking quadruple flip off the top of a cruise ship. I mean that movie ends, he does
2: the triple Lindy and then you know, credits, so we don't know.
0: It's canon now. That's that's it's fact.
2: Somehow we got from a swimming pool to the South Pacific Ocean, but uh <laughs> You never know in the MDU, man. A portal could open wherever.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: No, it just works like Camp Crystal Lake where it just has like an inlet that leads out to the ocean. Oh, okay.
0: Perfect. <laughs>
1: to China.
2: Sure.
0: There's a cave that leads to the sea. It's the same way Rump got to L.A.
1: Well, you know, that's
2: that's a little bit more complicated. You know, super tsunamis were involved. We know, we're not going to go into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so Layla's uh, trying to fix this hole in the boat, right? And uh, Billy's up on deck and he's just like,
2: I don't know what you're fixing, by the way, because this is a big motherfucking hole.
1: This hole is the size of my
0: body. Yeah, she's got like she's got like shrapnel and metal pieces. She's trying to heat up and kind of patch this fucking hole together. And uh, the, the boat's filling up with water. So they have a pump that keeps pumping it out. And this fucking body slips in fucking Rodney slips in this hole. Um, and he's like, hey, it's better than my wife or whatever. Have you seen my legs? <laughs> he's, so, insert Rodney Dangerfield joke about his wife and a giant pussy. He's like tugging
1: his collar while he's like floating in and he's all fucking dead and floating. He's like, hey, how you doing?
0: So I was going down my wife the other day and I said, geez, you got a big pussy. Geez, you got a big pussy. And then I float through a fucking so- The hole was the size of a pussy. You get it? We get it, Rodney. That's what happens when Shane Black writes your material. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> She's trying to fucking seal up the boat and um, body comes in. And she ends up getting fucking uh, pulled out and killed. So these creatures—little spoiler—they're like ten- they're like tentacles, right? I think we've already mentioned it. Yeah, you don't see it, but she gets grabbed from the ass and gets pulled out this fucking hole in the boat and this fucking dummy like smacks its fucking head on the hole and shit it's very light it's super visceral do you think rodney
2: went into a uh, cop i mean he was that kind of guy
0: he totally was hey baby where are you going
2: hey i'm just gonna lay here all stiff and whatnot i'm not talking about my body who oh,
0: just a part of it you're giving me rigor mortis with that
1: i was gonna say the way people are off sometimes this movie without showing you exactly what happens to them or exactly what's grabbing them, works every fucking time.
2: Every time. I'm going to repeat what Joe said earlier. That is just good storytelling. That is effective horror.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it keeps the air of mystery while delivering the goods at the same time.
1: Because I get the trauma, but I'm not seeing the source, and I'm like, oh,
2: God. Well, because if you go into this movie, and I'll reference Reign of Fire briefly, but like I said during that episode, How if I didn't know that Reign of Fire was about dragons destroying the world, the beginning of that film would be way more effective. Right. Now, I went into this totally blind yeah so oh shit that's right i you know i had an inkling that you know i had an idea that it was some kind of monster like i'm not stupid but i didn't know what this fucking thing was for like another 15
0: minutes oh man this that, i was so excited uh because we were talking about this in the chat you know before we did this and sean had not seen any trailers or knew what the fuck exactly the movie was and i tried so hard to make sure that you watch this fucking totally virgin And I'm so glad you did.
2: Yeah, you know, just like a virgin pina colada, it was uh, (laughs) an effective way of going about it. It it definitely increased my enjoyment of the film overall.
0: So, yeah, uh, Layla dies, and then we go back to the boat. Uh, well, the we're going we, we go back to the cruise ship. We go from one boat to a boat. We go from the boat, the little boat, to the big boat, and they're in the machine shop.
1: Um, and uh, I believe uh, Finnegan and Joey are kind of uh, they're hammering on some metal. They're clanging and banging, as uh, the rock would say. <laughs> uh, and uh, they're they're left with uh, Kano and uh, Manuli. Manuli, yeah, I'm just gonna call him Kano because. Well, T-Ray's a great name, but I like Kano better. Yeah. Fucking
2: Mamouli, because he's going on about how he wants to get laid all the time. He just finds, like, the people in the workshops, like, fucking
1: porn corner that they have. <laughs> the universe called out to him.
0: Like <laughs> He's like, I gotta fuck every one of these fucking porn stars on this wall. He's a walking boner. Like, all these
1: guys are such... Like, they're horny for something. Yeah. Um, and Kano's horny for Australia. This guy's horny for
0: women. Jason Flemmie's horny for his gun. And, uh, Pantucci's horny for a peanut, apparently. That he drops in the water. <laughs>
2: Treat williams is just like what the fuck are you doing right now
0: peanut and he's like yeah peanut <laughs> and he drops a fucking peanut <laughs> in the water uh there's this great exchange between pantucci and fucking uh t-ray here because t-ray's like well maybe maybe they all jumped overboard and he's like and pantucci's like holy shit he's right he's like you know you're right He's like, yeah, I could just see the last asshole in like, well, Jim, we forgot the lifeboats. I guess we're just going to have to swim for it. <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you go in the lifeboat?
2: And then, and then T-Ray basically like puts his gun in his fucking face and he's like, yeah, say that again, motherfucker. And He's like, I don't like you. And he's like, you
1: don't even know me.
0: You don't even know me, he says.
2: <laughs> then we cut to, oh, shit. Uh, Kano heard a sound. So uh, my watch. Uh, I'm just. I'm just looking at it, waiting for him to
1: die.
0: Yeah, he sure does.
1: Oh yeah, he's, uh, he's the. He's Well, Layla was the first, but he's the. Uh, he's the first moron, essentially.
0: You get your first full glimpse. Well, you get your first glimpse of what this creature may or may not. Yeah, be. Yeah,
1: and it's like right away you're like, what the fuck is that? Because either you could mistake it for a serpent covered in spikes or a tendril or something. But yeah, it is a nasty looking, spiky slithery thing working through the vents and he doesn't quite see it but we do yep
2: well he chases after it and you, you know you get a kind of a fake out where some fucking tubing falls out of the ceiling try to jump scare you and then uh, as he turns around this fucking thing just comes at him from under the water it's
0: so good because again so up to this point we just keep seeing people getting pulled out of frame and shit but it works every time like <laughs> yeah but like when he gets when when Layla and him both get
1: pulled out of frame Your brain is filling in a gap because it's not just the obvious, like, like, lately you said, like, there's a dummy that you see for a split second, like, fold in half or something like that. Yeah. And with him, like, he gets yanked between, like, two pipes that... You couldn't fit through as a regular, like... No. On your own will, you couldn't fit through, and you hear it, it goes like, boom, and he goes right fucking through him. And
0: there's a flash of blood on the ceiling, and then, like, his gun goes flying and lands on the fucking table where Pantucci and Finnegan are working.
1: Like, you know, he was instantly pulverized. Yeah. Um. But, reality, though, he's fine, he just lost an eye.
0: (laughs) He's hanging out on an old fucking creepy boat with a sorcerer. He's gonna
1: go hang out with Goro and show Goro how little manners he has.
0: Fucking eats a turkey leg.
2: He, uh, you know, he swam in the ocean and he landed on this fucking island about a mile out. Yep.
0: Yeah,
1: it could be the same island. We don't know that. It could have been Goro walking through the forest.
0: It's Shang Tsung's island, for
1: sure. So, yeah, uh, T-Ray's gone.
2: And Momoli's freaking out immediately, which, to be fair...
0: Guy's an asshole, but I don't blame him. Yeah, but he fucking blames Finnegan and Pantucci. he's Like, what'd you do to him? What'd you do to T-Ray? He's like, "What the? Are you fucking crazy, dude? It wasn't us." Don't they
1: react like, "What are you?" Yeah, they're like, "What are you out of your mind?" We've been standing right here the whole time. Yeah, while you
0: were oogling your fucking porno corner. Yeah,
2: it cuts away because he he does get grabbed. We'll, we'll come back to it briefly because there's there's a scene in between here that I feel like. You kind of have to go a little bit in order here for it to flow properly.
0: Yes, I agree.
2: Because you go back to the vault, and uh, you know Fampka, who you, we haven't brought up yet, but her name in this movie is Trillian. Yeah, and uh, she's at the vault, basically trying to continue what she was doing before she was caught. And uh, as she goes to open it, West Studi and uh, a few of the other Mercs fucking come in and confront her, and are like, "Yeah, what the fuck?"
0: Yeah, she takes he takes the card and he like chokes her up against the wall and she's like where's the other pastor she's like i don't know sleeping (laughs) so god pulls a fucking pistol on her and she's like no i really don't know yeah so then fucking vivo uh uh jimin hansu fucking goes up to the fucking vault slips this fucking credit card in and opens the vault
1: oh my god and
0: he's like oh money 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 and the fucking vault opens and canton comes out fucking blazing with an axe and plants it right in his fucking forehead and he is dead dead
1: uh, okay you get either like one of the best like practical uh wound effects i've ever seen or a fantastic dummy because this thing hits his forehead it's probably a combination, and his eyes and his eyes pop out of his head and his mouth opens like what's his do from the stuff <laughs> chocolate chip charlie he's like ah!
0: and i'm pretty sure that was a that definitely was like a prosthetic with a fucking prop axe in his head
1: it looks so fucking good oh, it's great like, you see it get. Yeah, buried in his forehead and he goes right down canton's like oh shit yeah canton goes oh shit gets out of the way and then fucking uh jason fleming and uh west duty blow the remaining passengers or crew members in this room
0: away (laughs) yeah they just fucking destroy them with these fucking guns they add 209 both of them oh yeah yeah exactly
2: (laughs) yeah the only ones that are in there that survive are you know Chilton and the fucking captain. Yeah, Captain Atherton.
1: Who is very bloody crispy British, I must say. Jesus Christ, son of a bitch. I really thought this captain was going to last longer than he did. Just putting that out there. As soon as, like, the disaster happens, actually, kind of seemingly before that, like, he's not willing to put up with, uh, Chilton, sh- uh, Canton shit. I almost called him Chilton. <laughs> yeah, I'll be calling him Chilton all night. <laughs> he wasn't willing to put up with Canton shit, and now he's especially not, and he's, like, yeah. constantly telling him to shut up and calm down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, while they're
2: arguing, uh, and basically the Mercs take, uh, those two under, you know, those two and, uh, Famka under their wing, let's say. Mm, yeah. It cuts back to Mamouli getting grabbed, like, fucking Jaws, and being, like, dragged back and forth, back and
1: forth. Yeah. This thing smacks him around this room. Like, it grabs him and it's, and swings him into a bunch of bullshit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of giant pipes. <laughs>
1: yeah, pipes and metal nonsense. Like, he gets throttled um, and then pulled through... Um... Like a vent or something.
2: Yeah, and while while this is happening, it's it Canton's doing like a voiceover saying, "I thought it was one of them, one of those things." Yeah, he's like they 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 attack the ship. They're all over the place. Haven't you seen them?
0: And they're like seen what? Seen what? Yeah. What are you
1: talking about? Um. Yeah. And like uh. And then Mamuli gets. And now his his demise is a little more splattery because he when he gets pulled through like, and I was gonna say like this movie does a lot by just throwing some fucking fake blood in some water. Yeah. Because and it works that immediately adds to the volume of what you're seeing, so, like, it hits, and, like, this big spray of, like, just kind of flies out of this vent, it's so gross-looking and awesome. Well, then, Treat, he grabs the fucking uh, machine gun, and uh, Benny, I I
2: think Benny gets one, too, and then they got the fucking parts, and they just start, like, booking it out of this place.
1: Yeah. Oh, this this shot is so fucking cool. They start running down this hallway, and it's, like, this, uh, the the floor is, like, this kind of steel, um... I don't want to call it a grating, but it's like these series of steel plates that make a little platform, and like one of these things is burrowing through it, and it looks like um, I would call it like the beginning of the Godzilla movie where he's—it's um...
0: fucking tremors, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: tremors. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, where it's blasting up the metal as it's going through, and it stops right before they get to the door.
0: Yeah, it's really fucking cool. And
1: they're
2: firing this fo- these machine guns behind them at this thing, and it's it's just not stopping. And then in the scuffle,
0: I think. Famke
2: gets away. Yeah, she she goes to the elevator. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she gets to the elevator and she's trying to like make it so that the door doesn't open. She hits like the emergency stop, but then uh, Treat and fucking Pantucci come in and they almost like blow her away. She smacks
1: Pantucci with a shoe. <laughs> With the fucking heel of her shoe, too. Yeah,
0: and he and sh- and she's like, "Oh, you hit me in the face!" And she she, oh, you broke. My, I think you broke my nose. And she's like, "Yeah, give me a chance. I'll break the rest of your face." And he's like, "What is this about?" And then you get this uh,
2: pretty eerie uh, part where essentially they're in the elevator, and you can just hear like the the outside of the elevator, something moving around it, and like kind of trying to compress it. Yeah, there's
1: two very um, amusing sequences in this. One when Westwood comes back to find them all because they all get in the same elevator. Um. Finds them all, he goes in, he goes, drop it! Talking to Pantucci uh, Finnegan, because they're holding weapons, but Famke still has her shoe. They drop their guns, and she just drops her shoe. (laughs) (laughs) As if it's a weapon. It's so so good. And
2: then uh, Canton fucking blows his cover. If, you know, we kind of already gave it away a little bit in this episode already, but yeah. he, he basically goes, Ah, oh, Hanover, you, you can't do this. And and Treat Williams is like, Ah, oh, what do you guys know each other? And he's like, Uh, whoops.
0: No? Insurance money? Question mark? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so they're like, Oh, we've got to get the fuck off this ship. And again, Canton's like, That's what I've been trying to tell you. There's something on the ship. And then um, the doors close, and then we fucking get our first free fall in this fucking elevator <laughs> well we got to
2: get the girl at impanema in there somewhere the
1: delivery of that sequence because like it's after the elevator jerks a few times right and the power kind of yeah kind of goes all wacky and like the dude 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 the only one who i de- like someone goes what the fuck is that and then pantucci i just immediately identifies it he's like yeah girl from impanema <laughs> That's what it is. They're all
2: obviously referring to the creature. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs>
1: great comedic timing. It's fucking great.
2: And then these people somehow survive a 10-story fucking drop? This fucking thing
0: looks like it's fallen down the Empire State Building. I mean,
2: we did say this is a
0: gigantic-ass cruise ship. I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, that to give you the immensity of this fucking ship.
2: I'm going to say they should all have fucking died right there, but I'm going to just ignore that because I enjoyed the rest of this film.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I thought about that, too. But also, when I w- went back and rewatched it, I'm like, I don't know if that elevator is falling at top speed
0: yeah well yeah because the brakes are on it's like that gremlins the gremlins 2 thing where they they hit the fucking bottom and then they like tumble out of it oh oh, yeah like on the money there with that one yeah
1: but now we get the uh the reveal of uh what's left of well the first batch of people they find the gore way (laughs) i was gonna say it looks like gray fox had been there
2: Oh, I was going to just say, you know, just, you know, bring back Event Horizon just for one second. It was like...
1: And that was going to go there, too, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's that scene where it's like pieces are starting to come together. You're realizing the gravity, no pun intended with the Event Horizon <laughs> reference there, but the gravity of the situation where you're just now finding, oh, fuck, there's a lot of
1: dead bodies in this hallway. Oops. And not just dead bodies, like, skeletons of people who look like they, like, one, they you can still see, like, muscles in their faces, and they're all frozen in horror, um, but... It's all skeletal remains of people who've been sucked dry. Right. Yeah. And
2: I think we might as well just talk about this now because I feel like we're about to get to the point where the creature is unofficially revealed. Yeah. But, like, just picture a fucking Twinkie, except you only sucked out the fucking cream part. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like drinking a Capri Sun and you're left with the fucking pouch all shriveled up.
2: Oh, yeah. No, that's even better.
0: Or you know what? Here's an even better one. Like in the old fucking like Tex Avery cartoons where like a cat used to fucking stick a whole fish in his mouth and then pull the bones out intact. Yeah. Yeah. That, that with more goo. Yeah. The the way these things kill you. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. The way these things kill you is they they eat you, and but they don't. Swallow you. They just keep you in your their mouth and they fucking drink you. Yeah, <laughs> and then spit out your fucking all the shit they can't digest. They suck the bones dry. Well, not dry, dry, but like they just like
1: once they're done with you, like they just kind of spit out this like 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 some of these people's eyeballs are still in their skulls. Yeah, there's still some muscles attached, but like it's it's disgusting.
0: Um, it's a it's what I imagine like what would happen to you in the Sarlacc pit. You know those fucking wax bottles the nickel nips yes with the juice inside yeah it's like that you know you put one of those like hole in your mouth and you dr- and you fucking chew it and you squeeze the juice out and you spit the fucking wax out that's what it's like
1: oh yeah 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 almost or like a ballistics dummy like that's been ravaged by something
0: oh yeah there you go
2: so at the end of this, at the end of this hallway is a closed door and uh you know the hallway is totally covered in blood and bodies yeah and they start to see all this compression going on at the end so they all kind of freeze and after about a minute of this happening, it stops. So they, they start walking slowly, <laughs> like, in that direction. And then um, fucking Mason steps on a skull, because I
0: guess he's just not paying attention to where he's going. And this thing freaks. And then these two, f- you see, like, uh, these, I mean, you don't know their tentacles yet exactly, but, like, they're, they're like bulging out the fucking steel paneling on either side of, the ex- of this wall. It looks like the wall has veins all of a sudden. yeah, Like, it's these two very kind of, uh...
1: like, artery-looking, uh... uh... uh impressions kind of start forming outs on the side of the wall. and mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome-looking, because it... One, looks practical. It is.
0: It is? <laughs> God, that's so <laughs> yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. Even the fucking door that bows is practical.
1: There's so much of this movie that is, like, that is very tangible and touchable and, like, has a very definitive, like... I'm like I know that's at least something that someone can touch. Yeah, and it all looks so good. Oh
2: yeah, and they book it again, firing behind them.
1: I do like I do like a moment in the scene where someone drops a gun and Treat Williams goes to pick it up. But uh, uh Trillian picks it up. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Trillian picks it up. But um, Trillian's gonna pick it back up, and Sagat stops him. He's like, no, like not while well, I'm a, not woman in charge. And as soon as this thing makes an appearance, he's like, nope, here's your gun. Like, he, like fucking Alley oops <laughs> it with
0: his foot to him.
1: Yeah, he fucking Alley oops it with his foot up to his hands. They both just open fire on this fucking thing.
0: Yep. So that they escape,
2: and then we get kind of the reveal that Canton, fucking you know, like we said in the beginning, is doing this for the insurance money because he couldn't actually afford to keep it going, and how he hired the Mercs and you know the captain's kind of ready to punch his ass out
0: because it's all his fault that all this kind of happened but i feel like the creature would have attacked the boat anyway no
2: a hundred percent but we get we get this great scene where pantucci's kind of like off to the side freaking out and this like white goo just starts fucking dripping on his back yeah and you're like okay what the fuck now and it is it's so fucking good this tentacle the tentacles maw Salivating. Yep. <laughs> About to eat him.
0: He turns around and screams, and then smacks this fucking tentacle, and it like, <laughs> and it like, and it like sucks up into the fucking rafters, and then they all look up and they see this fucking tentacle like undulating up in the the rafters, and you see this fucking hand like uh, 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 impression, like, kind of come out of the side of the oh, belly. Oh, my God. And then they just open fire on this fucking thing, and, like, the stomach rips open, and fucking Billy spills out onto the fucking floor.
2: Dude, he looked like Gus Fring in fucking Breaking
1: Bad, man. Like, <laughs> straight
2: up. You don't see it
1: right away, because he, he falls, and first it's just like this, most of his clothing is gone, because he's being digested, and, like, his skin is all burned on one side, and, like, he's all blistered, and he's covered in goo. Um... And he turns around, and half of his head is missing. Yeah, um, like but like it's just like he's got one of his like the the skull is exposed, and like basically the top chunk of his head is uh, like top right chunk is missing.
0: I feel like this is one of those f- the first times that we really implemented like the part practical, part green screen makeup.
2: Yeah, maybe yeah. I could see it. You know what I mean? Oh, so it looks
0: amazing. No, because it's all practical, but, like, the parts of his head that are missing were obviously, like, chroma-keyed and, like... Yeah! So that's one effect that's really fucking cool that I think is one of the first instances of it so far, um, like, in history. And then, like, that scene where I just that I just described where you can see, like, his hand in the belly, like, Anaconda does the same exact fucking thing, and I think it comes out the next year. Or the same year? I could
2: see that. I mean, Anaconda had that whole thing where it's like eating and digesting people, and like this is what they look like after they're regurgitated. So I could kind of see them like looking at this movie and be like, "We gotta steal some of those ideas."
0: Exactly, and those two scenes are like nearly identical as far as like how it happens. Yeah, but this one didn't end with someone winking and then dying. This is true. This is way better. <laughs> baby, baby snake, baby bird. Big baby bird snake.
1: This is a snake's. going I keep in my pocket for no reason?
0: <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's more of it. It's like I haven't seen it in a while. He fucking talks like this. and You know, oh the fuck that big fucking snake. Uh, so he's always got his head back. Oh, uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez, baby bird, or whatever. Fuck you, monkey
2: blood. So they unload on this motherfucking
1: thing. <laughs> they all split up here, don't they? Sure do. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. They 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 all panic, and uh, this is where Fampka and Treat kind of you know, team up and she's like, listen, uh, if you can get me out of here alive, then we're even because, uh, this thing comes to kill fucking treat and she just starts firing on it with this pistol she picked
1: up. Yeah. Well, this is the first time you see one of these things open up, right? Oh, the first time you see it, period.
0: Period. Like, really, really see it.
1: Um, and to give some details, so it's a tentacle that's got, like... It's a big tentacle, too. Like, when we say tentacle... It's a huge. This can eat a person. Yeah. Yes,
0: they could swallow you whole. They're, like, they're, they are more like snakes. It's, a, it's, like, the size of a human, like, uh, its circumference.
1: Yeah, but it has, like, a head. And it looks like a, like a closed beak, um, but it has several little openings as mouth. And then when this thing opens, it's, it's one of these mouths. It looks like someone was like. Show me the predator mouth. Okay, add fingers, flip it upside down. More fingers.
2: <laughs> well, and you know, Canton makes the comment that he thinks it's, you know, these atoya, if I'm saying that correctly, these leeches yeah. that uh that that live in the waters. And he's talking about in the scene prior how, well, you know, they get only a couple inches big, but you know, there's been studies where if you were to go down, you know, five thousand feet, they'd be about a foot long. And if you go down, you know, twenty thousand feet, we have no idea how big these things would be.
0: Yeah, like the, like full full grown sharks and shit. I want wonder if that's true.
2: I don't know. I, I wonder if it's just like a Jurassic Park thing where it just sounds right enough that you just buy it.
0: Well, Atoya are real creatures they're like deep sea worms right
2: but I'm specifically saying the fact that it's like oh I I believe that the further down you go the bigger they get because they sell you so hard on
0: it well that's what that's what he's musing that they are you know what I mean right 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 there's also there was there was that weird case
1: where like um those like uh deep sea crustaceans were getting bigger and bigger and one of them was trying to burrow through the bottom of like a drilling vessel at some point a couple years ago really yeah yo it's creepy shit I'll I'll pull the picture up after the show and show you it's nuts I need that it looks like a fucking deep sea potato bug (laughs) or a roly poly as uh, people in other states
0: called.
2: So they, they run for their lives that, you know, like I said, Trillian and Finnegan kind of team up after she saves his life. And uh, the only other significant part here is that when they reform the group, uh, the captain, rest his fucking soul, man, he gets sucked through this fucking catwalk.
0: Oh. <laughs> He gets the old fucking split.
1: Yeah, they they try to save him. He get yeah, they do. Uh, but his toes touch his head.
0: Yeah, there's like this little fucking hole in the grate, and one leg gets pulled through, and this fucking thing breaks the other leg all the way up to his fucking forehead and gets sucked down. Yeah, and just pulls into this small hole in the in the floor. A lot of people are getting pulled through impossible spaces. And this is where we get the Atoya speech.
1: And uh,
2: so they kind of keep going in a certain direction based on Canton's, uh, you know, mental brute mental blueprint of the ship and they eventually come up to a location that's going to take them where they need to go to get at the hell out of dodge but
0: uh unfortunately it's fucking flooded yes yeah, so they have to swim through this thing now, did anybody else get alien resurrection flashbacks because i feel like that they lifted that shit from this man
2: sure i got more poseidon adventure to be honest but i could see that
1: uh, yeah poseidon alien resurrection um uh also uh in terms of um uh relating to real life fears fuck that. Yeah. Fun fact, I'm afraid of the ocean. Um so when the ocean starts to invade the boat I'm gonna start panicking. Yeah.
2: So I'm gonna say Titanic two and Ghost Shark were really hard for you to fucking get through. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: like not really, cause like like those, cause like one Titanic two was so non convincing to watch, and like Ghost Shark was like, I'm like that's a bay.
2: Also non convincing to watch.
1: Yeah, I'm like that's a bay. I used to live by a bay. Like this is this is the middle of the fucking ocean. Yeah, that's one of my irrational fears: is being marooned out there. Mm. Sure, or being or being surrounded by that much open water, or giant man eating tentacles.
2: Oh, uh, man, drinking tentacles, I suppose.
1: That too. Yeah, I don't want any deep sea worms sucking my bu-
0: my muscles and organs out. Also, like I was thinking too, like if I had to do this, I don't know if I could because I, I I wear contacts. Oh yeah. And that's, like, some salty-ass fucking seawater. It's salt. It's salty. I don't know if I can hold my breath that long. Yeah, and I'm
1: just thinking about, like, I don't know. I don't want to fucking drown because that's horrible, but I don't want to be eaten by a tentacle monster. Or a shark. Or just drown. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
2: any of that shit. It all sounds terrible. Or a killer whale. I feel like that would be a bad way to go. Right. And how the fuck do you navigate your way through that? Wait, I don't even... How the fuck does Treet know where he's going? But anyway. While they're mulling over whether they're going to dive into this fucking water and find a way out... Uh, you know, Pantucci makes a bad joke about, well, you know, <laughs> it-, it can't get any worse, right, guys? And then the fucking power goes out and all <laughs> the lights turn off except for the emergencies like above the doorways.
0: So they all jump into the fucking water to go to the others. Well, Treat and Treat. Well, not all
2: of them at first.
0: Treat and Sagat jump in.
2: And Sagat, Sagat gives uh Famka uh, like one of those fucking uh, miniguns. And uh, Pantucci's like, hey, just so you know, like, you got to be careful when you fire this thing. It has a big, you know, it has a huge recoil. A kick, and yeah. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a loser. I
0: love, like, after Treating and Sagat and um, Fleming, when they all go in, fucking, <laughs> they're all standing there. And Pantucci goes, can you just get asthma? or do you have to be born with it? <laughs> Legitimate question. And apparently that was like a fucking ad-lib line and I'm so glad they kept it cuz it's fucking funny as hell.
2: I have something unfortunate to admit but uh, I actually forgot Kevin J O'Connor actually existed until we watched this film and I I want to like <laughs> look this guy up and see what else he did cuz he really just made this fucking movie for me.
0: I remember him from that's all I remember him from are Steven Summer's movies besides besides the lord of illusions he's in van
1: helsing oh
0: i know well it's also steven Summers movie but he's also in there will be blood i didn't see him in that uh but he's in lord of illusions um which came out a couple years i think 95
2: I'll, i'll i'll check it out van helsing i'm still not sold on i know you guys seem to enjoy it but uh you guys gonna someone's gotta sell me on that film
0: he plays like renfield or igor or some shit
2: okay I could see that. And
0: he's all done up in a bunch of makeup. You won't even recognize him except for his voice. While they're swimming
2: through, they, uh, you know, uh, Treat and Sagat get through no problem, and then fucking Mulligan starts to freak, and he starts screaming underwater. And because uh, a fucking a floating hand passes him, kind of like a of Jaws.
1: Same, it was. Uh, I thought it was Samuel Jackson right away.
2: Oh
0: yeah,
1: it was Ben Gardner's hand. Yeah, Ben
2: <laughs> this motherfucker's been split across the entire ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they get out no problem, and their whole thing is like, oh, when we get to the other side, we'll fire twice. And I don't think they ever
0: do because no, they don't.
2: Uh, Mason, Fampka, and uh, Pantucci just see this thing start fucking like breaking down the door. And FAMCO just starts firing.
0: Doesn't he actually break through? They don't even see it break down the door. They, you just. This is the first time you see these things in like action. Action. Yeah. All oh, right. These fucking tentacles. Sp- Bill out down this fucking hallway, and it's terrifying because there's two of them now, and they're just like... Yeah, well, it's also like, the, it's just this pulsating, massive movement. Like, you can't, it's, it's, you know there's heads, but you can't see where it starts. They're, like, opening and, like, snapping, right? And, right. And it, it just looks like the fucking hallway is, like, vomiting them down the fucking hallway. Yeah.
2: Right, and then the tentacles hit the door, and it literally explodes into the room.
0: Yeah, because they slam the door, and then, and then they're shooting at it. And then they're all just like, and, Fuck it, we're going we're going in
2: Well Fampka, shoots this fucking machine gun after <laughs> Benny told her to like watch the recoil.
1: Yeah, she wasn't listening to Pantucci and she falls in the fucking
0: water and she's like, Alright, I guess I'm swimming. That's such a good payoff joke for the for the kick. On the fucking gun. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, so then they all start swimming, and Mason, he's the last one to jump in, and, uh, of course, he gets fucking eaten. But
0: not before he fucking arms a grenade and blows it up. Oh,
1: man. Yeah, not before he fucking arms his own thermal detonator. Like, what <laughs> the fuck are those goddamn weapons?
0: <laughs> he's holding a thermal detonator!
1: Well, then they they
2: really go hardcore on the fucking aliens reference, where they, they basically all are in this friggin' room locked down, hiding. Yeah.
0: Yeah and and it's kind of the same thing we're like oh we're just waiting for him to get in mulligan says fuck that we're gonna make a stand right here right now we're gonna lock ourselves in and eat the food here and they're like no you're an idiot The ship the ship is gonna sink and they're they're not sending a rescue team for like another 48 hours right so treats like listen man i saw a guy put a fish in a bottle and put a cork on top of it and then I tossed the and then he tossed a bottle to a baby octopus. And that baby octopus felt its way all around that bottle. And then within in under two minutes it took the cork out, slid inside, and ate the fish. And Pantucci's like, What's the what's the fucking moral of the story, man? <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> like, uh, we're the fish. And then Mulligan,
2: <laughs> which, you know, tops this fucking thing off like a cherry on top backs up. You know, he's doing his best built packs an impression. You watch as he's backing up freaking out. He's staying in here no matter what. And then the fucking door opens behind him and this tentacle creeps out like a fucking anaconda <laughs>
1: <laughs> and goes to eat him. Yeah, and you get react you get reaction shots of everyone in the room. They're all like, "Oh, you're fucked."
0: Yeah, and he's like, "What? What are you staring at?" <laughs> um and uh,
1: unexpectedly, it doesn't eat him right away. Dude, he unloads on this thing. He unloads on this thing
0: and actually kind of he scares it off. Well, it it like it, ca- it came in through like a vent that goes over like the the, the stove. Um, so he shoots at it and like retreats back up there because retreat Williams because <laughs> the a fire like goes off. Oh my God. I'll show myself out for that. Uh, yeah. So anyway, there's like fire coming out of the stove and it kind of like scares it back up there. And he's like, hey yeah. Well, yeah, you want some of your wanker? Yeah, whatever. Oh, box your ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not even like five seconds after that happens and everybody leaves the fucking room there's another one right behind him and it fucking eats him
1: yeah they leave while he's fucking fighting this thing oh yeah they're just like fuck this he's a
2: distraction now well
0: two seconds ago he was like holding them at gunpoint like nobody's going anywhere
2: oh yeah they're using any opportunity to get away from this madman and the right. fucking creatures fuck them um so yeah they, they start running down a hallway it's kind of implied here that the creature is pushing
1: them in a certain direction
0: yeah they keep like shutting the doors and like stealing them off
1: right oh i That's right, because it it closes doors and closes the valves. Like, it figured out how to do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I think the previous
2: scene is hinting at, even, you know, with a combination.
1: Yeah, I love that. That was immediately after the octopus speech, because it it just ties it right together. Yep. And Pantucci's like, how could they cut the power, man? They're animals. Well, then Chilton, he's like, all right, yeah, I know this fucking ship,
2: like the back of my hand. Just keep going this way. (laughs) I built it, dumbass. And Vampka's like, all right, well, are you coming with us? He's like, yeah, in a moment like feigns like exhaustion and then they like turn a corner and he like just like fucking goes through a different door he fucking
1: leaves yeah i wasn't sure if he was gonna stay like if his baby face turn was gonna stick and then i was like ah you piece of
0: shit oh he gets shittier by the moment after this well he tells him like this is the direction to go to go to the bow and this is the way out well he says they're they're pushing him towards the bow of the ship and treats like what's at the bow of the ship He's like, I don't know, but you guys can go, I'm not going, fuck you.
2: <laughs> well, they go, and uh, Treat says apparently it's the feeding ground.
0: It's the mass grave of the 1%. Yeah, it's you're like, oh, there's the rest of the passengers
1: and the crew. All of them. And
0: anybody else. It looks like Mal Bolge's living room. <laughs> ah, the table's
1: covered in gore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Frank Welker's there. Welcome, Treat. Hello.
1: Oh, man, that voice is deadly on my throat.
0: Hmm, that's why I didn't do it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's just wall to wall. It is wall to wall bodies and skeletons. It's awesome.
2: Well, and the best part too is while they're in there, you know, like Joe was saying, and even me to a point, you know, these these tentacles are herding them into this location, and then you yep. just kind of like Jaws 3D. These things start attacking the fucking one <laughs> side of the room, and they blow the glass out or the well, uh, no, not glass. That was Jaws 3D, but they blow the wall out, and
0: all the fucking water just comes flying in. Yeah, Lou Gossett Jr. is there. He's like it's some kind of shock mother and. Tr- it's like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's a fucking Octolus. And uh yeah, this is so this 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 whole event is like what triggers like the big sinking of the ship. Like it blows a fuck these things blow a hole in the fucking hull and then this ship starts going down like super fast. Yeah. And then it's like you get a you get a two prong chase sequence because um Treat Williams and Famke
1: split off, and then West Duty and Kevin J. O'Connor split off. Well, Famke and Treat, they
2: see Canton fucking sneak into one of these rooms and lock himself in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: what the fuck? How did
1: they catch up to him, by the way? Well, I think he came back the opposite direction. Like, I think he came, he, he had, for some reason, had to come back that direction. It... I mean, maybe he went into, like, his old office to delete his fucking
2: browser history, because, you know, <laughs> if he's going to die, he doesn't want anyone to find that shit.
0: <laughs> the emails, man.
2: Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trump told me to delete these. <laughs> he doesn't want to look like Hillary with the acid wash. <laughs> a private
1: email server. What was I thinking? <laughs> oh man.
2: Um, but the, yeah, like a weird pairing of uh Pantucci and uh, Hanover. But they're like you know, there's only four fucking people left at this point. So what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah,
1: I do love their 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 chase weekends because like it's just it's just Hanover like being a badass and fucking Pantucci like ah.
0: He's just bumbling through these hallways.
2: Well, they both have the fucking machine guns and Panducci trips and knocks into West Studio and they both drop their guns and he's like, ah, fuck. And then they grab these, uh, those thermal fucking grenades and, uh, Panducci (laughs) just throws (laughs) his.
0: He throws one, he He, doesn't arm it. He rips it out of Sagat's hand and just throws it down the hallway and Sagat's like, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And he winds it and he's like, wait, you didn't tell me to do that. And then the things
2: are coming after him and they're running in this fucking like, you know, knee high water. And uh, Sagat's going, yeah, you know, we need to do something. We got to leave some bait for this thing. We got to leave some bait. And, And Pantucci's like, bait. Bait? What, what are you talking about, bait? What, what are we gonna feed this thing? What are we going to use for bait? I all I is a wet stick of gum and a breath mint. And so God just shakes his head and just fucking
1: blows the guy's fucking knee out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just shoots him in the He <laughs> Fucking pops his knee out, dude. Yeah. He ends up like crawling into a dumb waiter to escape it. Yeah,
1: I thought I thought Pantucci was doomed. Uh, and then he gets ru- like I thought he tucked into like a like a wall alcove or something, but no, it's a du- yeah, it's a dumb waiter. Yeah. Um, and then uh, West Duty seemingly just kind of runs off. You don't see him for a few minutes. Um, I don't remember where they find, uh, cause they keep, they keep chasing Canton. Doesn't Canton go outside?
0: Yeah. There's like a quick scene where like Canton is on a balcony and he like looks over the balcony and he sees an Island. Um, and then Famke and, um, Treat come out and he's like, ah, I lost. Oh, by the way, when we're running around, he loses the parts to the ship to fix his boat. Um, and he, like, he loses them in a room where the fucking door is, like, closing off because of the flooding, so he's trying to open the door, and and he he loses the parts. So he comes up with a plan to blow up the fucking ship, um, so what he, what he needs to do is get down to his ship, and then he's gonna fucking arm all of those missiles, and then run that ship into the cruise ship, and then... Somehow they're going to get away. Uh,
1: um, I believe we cut back to Pantucci having survived, don't we? Yes. And he's in. A, he's in some, yeah, he's in some weird room. He's in the gambling hall. Um, he's in a gambling hall and he sees a pistol. Um, and he goes to grab it. Um, and uh, Hanover grabs his hand and he looks uh like he's not having a good time. No. And then it kind of pans out and Hanover's lower torso
0: is just kind of being suckled on by one of these <laughs> one of these tentacles. He looks like a goddamn Slim Jim in this thing's mouth. Uh, Pantucci. Uh takes
1: grabs the gun yeah goes to leave and i guess like kind of looks back at uh hanover and he's like all right he goes to give him the gun again he's like don't tell you i didn't give you anything or don't say i didn't give you anything before uh goes to leave and you assume that west duty is going to shoot himself in the head and so he takes a shot at bandage and he's just like you asshole <laughs> you asshole
0: oh he regretted that
1: <laughs> and then he goes to shoot himself and he's got no bullets left
0: and he just screams while this fucking thing has a sagat shake <laughs>
1: so good i can't like the just the pacing and setup of jokes yeah. and one-liners and like and gags are so good it's just per. it's like pitch perfect man yeah um because like the stages of that whole scene are just like a uh, gun uh you know refusal shot empty bullets getting eaten i'm like that was such a great <laughs> multi-level joke
0: yeah oh absolutely so uh finnegan and and fam k like get on this crane thing uh, and they lower themselves onto the boat. Oh, that's
1: right, because he hasn't been on the boat yet, so he he just finds out Layla's gone.
0: He drops Famke off at the um at like the jet ski rental port, and he's like, "Go get a fucking go get a, go find the keys, go get a jet ski." And then he lowers himself down to the boat, and then he's setting everything up to uh, blow up the ship. And then fucking Pantucci like shows up, and then they have like a heart to heart where, uh, you know. Uh, you know, he tells he tells Pantucci that, like, you know, he doesn't think Layla made it and, and what have you. Right, because earlier in the film,
2: like, they talk about, well, they don't talk about, but, like, Panducci and Layla were, like, a thing because they kissed and they're, like, talking about, oh, I love you. Oh, no, I love you. Oh, that's his girlfriend. Yeah,
1: straight up. He even says it. Pantucci kind of has a moment, and, like, I was like, that was earned. Sure was. Like, I felt bad for everybody there. Yeah. Even though, and she has, like, two minutes of screen time, and I still felt bad for him.
0: Because he's a likable character. Yeah. Canton... Corners Famke when she's like getting the uh, the fucking jet ski, and he's like he's got a fucking flare gun, and he's like he's like all right, give me the fucking keys, please, and she's like no fuck you. He's so got
1: he's got a, a sawn
0: off flare gun, like <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's it's a it's a large boy, double barrel motherfucker too.
1: Yeah, it looks like Ash's shotgun, but it shoots <laughs> flares instead it, it, the pistol. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of Ash's shotgun, fucking treat. He, they show it in the beginning of the movie but he doesn't ever actually do anything with it but he has this double barrel shotgun
0: just hanging on his fucking like captain's chair oh, yeah, he keeps it for close encounters man
1: yeah and treat like yeah treat arms himself uh he gets he gets ready for a fucking war um but uh yeah canton uh corners uh uh, trillion as she's getting a key for the jet ski and then like they have kind of a chase yeah and he tries to fucking kill her with a flare gun he fucking shoots a flare gun at her twice like yeah twice and the second time she fucking dodge rolls this fucking thing uh she dives to the air and it just barely misses her
0: and then she like makes it at break to the gambling room again and canton shows up and he fucking corners her and he like has this flare gun pointed in her face and she ends up giving him the keys and he's like nope sorry can't let you live because no survivors and he's like i don't think this is gonna be quick but it's gonna be interesting and then this is the moment where i was like this guy is on some next level fucked up shit like he is on some fucking Epstein shit well cause he has his gun pointed it's, it is an inch away from her nose right but the fact of he's excited to shoot this woman in the face with a flare gun
1: oh yeah cause he's like he's like I've never killed anyone before he's like so I I think he, he says like I didn't think this is how it happened but yeah and then he says
2: not intentionally anyway he says I mean he hasn't caused a child to fall off a cliff yet
1: not yet that we're aware of yeah yet uh but Treat Williams kicks the door open and doesn't shoot him but shoots around, <laughs> around him around him uh, dude, it's fucking effective, man. It sure is. He just continuously scares the piss out of this guy and just keeps doing it. He's like, and then he runs away. He's like, nah, I'm good. And just keeps shooting at like the floor, of the walls.
2: Well, you know, it's a pisser for treat because av- as they've established in this film that,
0: you know, once you start making noise, this fucking thing's coming for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we get our fucking big monster reveal holy shit yeah reveal is the key word there because i didn't see this coming at all
1: neither did i i didn't think it was gonna happen like this i thought they would find this thing like at the bottom of the ship so like the room starts to get like like it starts shaking and stuff starts getting like tossed around, and like things are moving in directions
0: they shouldn't be, and the floor starts getting like sucked inward, kind of. Now this is
2: the room they came to earlier, if I'm if I'm correct, right? Where-
0: yes. Yeah. I think this is the first room they came into, and we get Finnegan's signature "Now what?" line
2: with the Slimer attack and everything. Got you.
0: And this, like
1: the, the like, okay, they called it a worm, like the Okoye worm.
0: This looks more like uh like a giant octopus. Well, the thing is. That is just what Canton's musing that it might be. Okay. The thing is actually called an Octolus. That's the name of the monster. Um, It's a fictional creature, obviously. (laughs) But um, it has nothing to do with any real life anything. It's just like kind of based on an octopus sort of, but it's like its own thing.
1: Yeah, it is. It's got a big fucking octopus head and these tentacles are swirling everywhere. And like it's covered in teeth and spikes. I can
2: see some people looking at that and being like, that's a little on the nose with that fucking octopus in a bottle story but to (laughs) me i was like no this is great because before i just assumed it was a bunch of these little fucking tentacle monsters but no it's literally one thing just like sending
1: its tentacles all over the fucking ship
0: yeah yeah it eats through all of its tentacles which is crazy yeah and uh it immediately
1: grabs Treat williams and like it's (laughs) Which is, like, such a monster movie thing. I loved it. Like, it wraps him around and, like, picks him up. I'm like, this is Resident Evil now. This is Resident Evil. You took the fucking words out of my mouth, Connor, because this movie, yeah. by the time we got to the last five minutes, I was like, this is fucking Resident Evil 4.
0: <laughs> in the best way possible, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, Chart Williams has a fucking shotgun. Um. Uh, but this thing, like, yeah, it, like, it, it scoops him up and, like, actually kind of stuns him. It, like, smacks him in the face.
0: It, th- it punches him in the face with one of its <laughs> <Yeah>. seven- <laughs> And then it, like, holds him up to his eye, to the thing's eye, and he's like, what are you looking at? And he pulls out the fucking shotgun and blows this motherfucker's eye up. Right in the weak spot. Oh, it's so good. It's great. It's wonderful. It's like a fucking House of the Dead villain. The only thing he was
2: missing was Famka throwing him a fucking rocket launcher, going <laughs>
0: here, take this. Thanks, Brett.
2: I mean, Trillion. <laughs> I mean, he did set up those torpedoes, so that counts.
1: Yeah, and he has his. Uh, he did set the autopilot in his boat. Yeah, I think we mentioned it before, but not quite in detail. Like he's gonna have his boat. Yeah. Kind of autopilot out and arch back into the boat, so it's gonna make a big old uh, like a U-turn essentially.
0: Yeah, and it has all the missiles that are armed on the ship, so it's gonna blow the fuck out of this liner this cruise liner
2: and the pisser is i forget if it's now or in a minute or two but his boat starts moving and canton sees this and he's like fuck and he literally jumps like two stories to land on this boat
1: (laughs) (laughs) and he breaks his fucking leg like an asshole because
0: the boat is driving away oh right before that uh finnegan goes back to the ship to check to get mantucci and he's Air quoted dead.
1: Yeah, he's seemingly gone, and I was legitimately
0: bummed for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Fun fact he was supposed to be dead dead. Oh. But the test screenings were like, yeah, you can't kill Mantucci you gotta bring, or Pantucci, you gotta bring him back.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, in the beginning when you don't see people, like, die, but they just like have flown off the screen, you're like, okay, that's for an effect, but if it's like towards the end and you already know what the creature looks like, it's pretty much like imply that they're trying to fake you out.
1: Or it's not showing you a character that's likable and get having them, uh not showing their death so it's uh, probably easier for an audience to take well yeah
2: i mean dude listen we're gonna get to it in a second but pantucci has fucking plot armor out the ass and i'm kind of okay with it <laughs> he
0: sure does yeah he does it's it's totally fine because i just like the character so so Kent fucking falls on this thing breaks his leg and like crawls into the cockpit and he goes to grab the fucking uh the, the controller, and he's like, oh, I'm getting away, and it's like, nope, it's on autopilot, and he's like, what the fuck, and he sees the course. He he loses
1: glasses, because uh, he has glasses in this movie, right. he loses them, so, like, he's just looking at shit and just hammering buttons and valves and levers and whatever the fuck, and, like, trying to do something, but nothing's working.
0: Yeah, because he can't shut it off in time. Yeah. So, so Triton and Famka get away from the the Octolus and they jump on a fucking jet ski, and they're gonna go right out the, um... Uh, they're gonna jump out the fucking side of the ship so they can, you know, get away.
2: Ashley, hop on.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Leon, look out! Oh my god, I didn't think about that part. <laughs> like literally, yeah, there is a fucking fireball, yeah, behind them as this ship starts to explode, and he's literally taking the shotgun and shooting the fucking elevator buttons to open the door.
0: Yeah, he they go to jump out the side of the ship, and the fucking Las Plagas come and they fucking pour in the side of the hole and chase after him. So he's and they're fucking scooting around these these hallways in this ship because they're all flooded on a fucking jet ski. This is like the
1: schlocky shit. That I come to see summer movies for, dude. But sign me up. You're giving it to me in spades. Like I love it. But it's good. It's not garbage. It's so no. That's what I mean. It's it's like when I say schlocky shit. Like it's good schlocky shit. Like it's... they
2: fucking knew what movie they were making and they nailed it. Oh,
1: sure did. God, it's so like it's it's ridiculous. He shoots one set of elevator door buttons. The the door opens. He shoots a second set of elevator door buttons and the door opens again. Yeah.
0: And then, all oh, the whole while, she's, like, cocking the shotgun for him. It's like T2. Yeah,
1: he's he's turning around, firing the shotgun, and then, like, he's pointing it back, he's pointing it over her shoulder. Yeah. And his, and firing behind him, and he's like, cock it! And she turns, she <laughs> cocks, she pumps the shotgun for him, he fires again. By the way, Famke and Chancellor would be. Death. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like the fucking T-1000
0: uh, chase.
2: I think she's just gonna be okay with that, because it's either that, or getting burned alive or eaten by this fucking tentacle monster, so.
0: Or drowning.
2: Yeah.
1: Thanks for the tinnitus, treat.
2: Well, like Joe was saying, the Las Plagas is right behind him, and that fireball's catching up, and they fucking hit the exit and do a fucking jump as this ball, around, uh, f- this ball of fire engulfs them, and they hit the water
0: yeah. and speed off. Well, Canton hits the fucking ship, and all the bombs go off. He sees it coming and puts his hand in front of his face, he's like, no! The screen, the, sc- <laughs> the radar screen fucking, like, where the, where the poker game is going on, the digital poker, fucking just reads game over. <laughs> and fucking yeah. hits the boat yep. and explodes. And then, at, yeah, so like Sean was saying, as this thing explodes, Famkin and, and Treat fly out of the side of the ship simultaneously while Canton crashes into it explodes, and then the fucking Octopus monster explodes into a million fucking pieces. And then this ship blows up like 17 times but i'm totally with it because this is totally a minute it looks so good yeah it's a miniature getting blown to shit and it looks amazing
1: yeah oh, that's why it looked amazing because i wasn't yeah. sure if it I'm, I'm like i'm like
0: was that cg or was that a was that a tiny boat i'm pretty sure it was all practical as far as the explosion i mean it it, it most certainly was composited because treat and Famgar definitely fucking composited against that
1: fucking fireball.
0: Oh yeah, totally. There's some of that where you're
1: notice it, but you're like you're like I'm like, it's noticeable, but not bad. It's fine.
2: And then they uh they, they ride that jet ski to Shangsung's Island. Sure do. And like honestly, I'm saying Shangsung's Island, but honestly, like I'm waiting for fucking John Hammond to walk around a corner.
0: <laughs> oh, it was it was fucking Isla Nublar what is it, Isla Nublar was the first island? Oh no, yeah, man, but they fucking crashed at site B.
1: It's what happened. They get to the uh, the the island and the jet ski, and of course, like as you might expect, it's
2: their James Bond ending, man, like straight up. Yeah,
1: and as you might expect, like he gets, and he's like ah it's shot to
0: shit the jet ski, um, and then they have uh they fucking hook up on the beach real quick. Yeah, there's a good there's a good payoff joke with the cold beer thing because she like makes him a deal. If she like the whole thing we were talking about before, where like if she gets if he gets her off the ship, he can have anything he wants. He's like, how about a cold beer?
1: Yeah, she kisses him, and he's like, better than a cold beer, huh? Yeah, pretty good. Um, and then uh, in what was uh, now very obviously reshoots.
0: Yeah, we have a pickup. We have pickup shoots. A pickup shot of <laughs> Pantucci on the fucking. <laughs> Pantucci's on a surfboard, <laughs> swimming to
1: shore. Here's the thing with the surfboard. The surfboard was also set up a minute ago because when the boat when. When, uh, Treat Williams' boat blows up, there's a, there's like a, you're looking down at the boat and it blows up and a surfboard goes flying into the air. Past the camera, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and Panducci's like, hey, hey man, hey, uh, Finnegan, your, your fucking surfboard, it almost killed me. Yeah,
1: it almost cut me in half, man. Yeah, because he says it, the, the he says, I thought you were dead, and he's like, yeah, it came after me. He's like, um, he's like, but I don't, I dove overboard, um. Ooh, snap it at my ass. He's like, I just swam my ass
0: off, and he's like, by the way, your surfboard almost cut me in half. So he shows up and, um uh... They all reunite. And then they hear that scream of something. Yeah, well, Pantuji's like, oh, it's a nice island, looks pretty nice. And then some kind of large animal monster fucking thing starts tromping through the fucking forest. And then fucking Treat Williams is just like, now what? And it ends. Cut to credits, man.
2: I, I would have done with a sequel, but if we're being realistic here, even with the way this movie went, they're getting eaten like five minutes after the end of this film.
0: Um, Do you want to know what this was supposed to be? Uh,
2: some kind of prehistoric island, journey to the center of Earth kind of thing?
0: Um, Sort of. Uh, So, Stephen Summers was set up to do a King Kong remake for the oh 90s. Oh my
2: God. Whoa. Famke Jansen's going to get captured by King Kong?
0: So that's what this was. It was like a kind of like an unofficial nod to Skull Island. Okay. So they end up This is Skull Island. They they show up on fucking Skull Island, and now they're just living there, or they get killed by this thing or whatever, but it was supposed to be set up to the next film so it wouldn't be like connected per se it'd be like a little fun little easter egg thing but that's was like a tease for the the new king kong that was supposed to be coming out sure and then it was that dissolved and went into development hell and then was picked up again in 2005 when peter jackson made king kong holy shit yep (laughs) <laughs> so that's pretty nuts. So where were you, What are we doing? We we buying a ticket to this? We touring it, or we waiting for VOD?
1: I wish I would have bought a ticket to this. I wish I could have seen this in theaters. This is a fucking blast. Uh, this is like the one of the most fun movies I've watched for the show so far, um, uh, and quite frankly, I think it's one of my favorite things we've done in the two years we've been doing this. Hands down, I love to share of this movie. I don't have any complaints except the fact that like I think it was a little long in the tooth at, at times, but I don't care. Like it didn't it didn't harm my enjoyment of this movie at all. I love this to death. This was so good, and I don't have anything really else to say about it. <laughs> I, just, I just I love this movie. So, I love this movie so much.
0: <laughs> um, buying a motherfucking ticket to this straight up. I wish I was old enough at the time to just go see this by myself because I would have went and saw it like fucking nine times. Uh, this is one of the films that is okay. So I got to see Deep Blue Sea and I got to see Anaconda in theaters because my folks took me so uh, I didn't get you know obviously I couldn't get into a rated R movie unless an adult had, had, was going to take me this one I, I missed out on I just we, it just never connected and we never went to go see it in theaters when this dropped on video um and I rented it I was so excited when it finally dropped on fucking video I rented it like I think I rented it like three or four times like in a row and at that point I think easy video was doing like six day rentals. Um I watched the fuck out of this um that summer that this came out on on video but I I wish I got to see this in the theaters. Um this movie has everything you could possibly fucking want in a in a blockbuster film or just a film in general. I mean, especially if you're into this type of stuff. Um it the comedy's on point, the action's on point, the acting's on point, the effects are on point, the uh everything the story, the the story beats, the the way everything unfolds, the exposition, everything is just this sweet, lovely cocktail of a film that just hits every single fucking note you want to see in here. Um, and you just keep coming. I, I, I still come to this movie and I watch it and I enjoy it like I enjoyed it the first time I saw it. Um, it's one of my favorite movies like of all time. It's like my top... It's in my top 10. Easy. It might be in mine now. <laughs> you know, and we have uh, we have Jerry Goldsmith doing the score which I absolutely love. We have Rob Bottin, one of my favorite special effects artists of all fucking time um, designing these creatures and doing practical effects for them. We have fucking Industrial Light and Magic, one of the... <laughs> one of the best, uh, you know, digital comp- Compositing and and, and practical effects companies ever, ever doing doing the effects on this, you know? Um, It's just so good, and and it's such a fucking shame that this did not get the attention or the love it deserved when it came out. Um, I feel like there's a huge... um, audience for this now and I feel like it's in in, in, in recent years is getting a lot a lot of love. Uh Kino Lorber just put out a Blu-ray of this brand new four K scan. Um and I picked it up. It is fucking fantastic.
2: Yeah I might have to grab it personally. <laughs> I only had
0: it on VHS until I just bought the, the, the Kino Lorber Blu ray. Um and it not only is just like the, the transfer worth the money, but like the uh special features that were produced um, by heather buckley are fucking fantastic especially like all of the special effects interviews and and behind the scenes shit it's just such a great disc um if you've never seen this movie before do yourself a favor and see it and um you know grab that fucking blu-ray because it's amazing um so yeah buy a ticket one of my favorite movies ever And I'm really happy that we got to do it on the show because um, just to cap that off this show again i've know i've said it before we've said it before but like this the the point of this show is not to just go shit on movies we we want to share with you things or or hidden gems or 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 movies that got put to the wayside you know that got sort of thrown out by um uh, uh uh critics and 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 your average moviegoer right so um so yeah Buying a ticket, fucking fantastic movie. I am
2: definitely buying a ticket, and I, I just might have to pick up that fucking Blu-ray, because it looks and sounds amazing. Um, I, You know, I, I don't know how much I can really add to what Joe and Connor have already said. I can add a personal anecdote that I, you know, like I said earlier in this episode, I had never heard of this film until Joe said, hey, we really got to do this as a blockbuster bomb. And uh, you know what? As a dumb kid, I went and saw a fucking Godzilla with my dad and my brothers because, you know, that that was a smart decision as a small child. Ooh. I think we all
0: did because it was accessible.
2: Well, you know, those fucking Taco Bell commercials, man, with the Chihuahua, they sold me. Oh, yeah.
1: Hey, 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 no, no. I never saw that shit in theaters, and I didn't see that shit until years later on VHS. Connor, you had the
2: t-shirt for Clash of the Titans. I had the Godzilla 98 fucking t-shirt. <laughs> It was the goddamn Godzilla coming through the fucking uh, dock, and it had this, like, green goo in it. You know, as a fucking elementary school student, I thought that was the coolest shit at the time. Oh, hell yeah. I had the Taco Bell cup, dude. There you go. Joe mm-hmm. knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. It's fucking Godzilla. Yeah. Putting that aside, 100% buying a ticket to this. Uh, again, I don't even know what I could really add. Treat Williams, Kevin J. O'Connor, Famke Jensen, fucking West Studi, all great in this film. Uh, Anthony held uh, everyone in this is good. And um, Connor, I don't know if it's the best movie I've seen on the show, but for this season, you know, it's right up there with fucking lawnmower, man, (laughs) Um, better than lawnmower, man, but it's up there. It's, you know, it's, it's, Cream of the crop
0: of B-movies. Oh, for sure. It's, it's a fucking B-movie on an A-movie budget, dude. Exactly. And you can't get any better than that. Because, you know, this, what was this movie made? With $45 million? This movie was made for $45 million.
1: That's insane.
0: It's opening weekend was just under 5 million.
1: Oh,
2: it's a fucking disgrace, man.
0: And its gross was 11 million. It's sad. It's fucking devastating.
1: That hurts my feelings.
0: Uh, right?
2: And and I guess I'll cap off my review or whatever we call these, my 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 final word. Um and I'll I'll reference Event Horizon one final time cuz I just fucking watched it yesterday and it's on my mind. But that was another film that I think we'll just never do for the show
1: because it's generally well-received. Yeah, and and that, and it's it's gotten, like, over the years, people have been like, wow, Event Horizon's fucking great.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's still Paul Anderson's best movie, easy.
2: That is one of those movies, I, I don't know if the actors in this have a similar uh, feeling about it, but that's a movie that, you know, now people look at it like Connor was just saying about, oh, man, it's really well done, but it was just, you know, people missed it. And, uh, you know, that movie made me like, no money. And uh, obviously a different feel, you know. I'm not trying to compare the two too much outside of real sure. kind of base level kind of stuff. But like, I it, it was kind of funny, you know, watching these films. Just you know, maybe not back to back, but within a couple days of each other, just the weird similarities, just in little little spots here and there that uh, I was making. But uh, you know, long story short buying a fucking ticket i can't say it enough times yeah
1: i wanted to add um that i think this movie is uh better and much more deserving of the spotlight than deep blue sea is absolutely and uh i kind of want to show people this movie because i think I actually i think i might buy the blu-ray and uh make and convince my roommates to watch it that way i can watch them get uh get, get all excited
0: about it all i wanted to do was share this with you guys and i got to do that and it's a success and i hope everybody listening goes out and finds this movie and sees it yeah please watch this in a group because. That's probably an optimal way to watch this, because I think just from a
1: reaction from the room, I think this would make this movie... That's One way to make this movie better would be with a group, because if you're all kind of in the moment together, I think it would make for a blast of a showing.
2: And then watch The Mummy, because that's what I'm going (laughs) to do.
0: Fucking A. Uh, Yeah, uh, summer's almost over, and this is definitely one of those flicks to watch while it's hot out at your barbecue or what have you. This film is on roger ebert's like most hated list or some shit like that well he's dead so haha. oh my god um (laughs) it's just like it's just kind of (laughs) like
2: fuck you you know what i mean like i don't know hey man siskel gave baby's day out two thumbs up so you know it's an opinion yeah it sure is
1: this movie's alive and kicking i'm sorry
0: Uh, yeah (laughs) r.i.p roger ebert jesus he's not a bad guy he just has shit taste so that's it. That's Deep Rising from 1998, directed by Steven Summers.
1: Hey, everybody, if you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com.
2: Subscribe to us on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Podbean. And make sure to leave us a five-star review if you dig the show, because it helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpster into more
1: eardrums.
0: Yeah, and if you're on the social medias, you can follow us at moviedumpster on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor the Deep Night Rises McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster.
2: What the hell is that? Girl from Ipanema.